Hello, and welcome to Unlicensed Therapy with me, your host, Ari Manis. I'm a little bit tired today because I stayed up till 4.30 in the morning last night for no reason whatsoever. Just on my phone, watching TV, bullshitting around, real dumb. There are some dates right now. You could always check from my live stand-up dates on my website because I do get the question a lot in my DMs. Hey, are you coming here to perform soon? Anywhere I'm coming, it's on the website. I just put that in my bio now because I was getting the question so much. It says live dates and it points to the website. If it's not on the website, that means I'm, I'm not coming. That means hit up your local comedy club and request that Ari Manis performs there soon. If you don't know what that's from, check out Ari Manis' fan mail video. That's my favorite one. Ari fan mail video. It's one of my favorites. Very immature, not safe for work. Current dates, Nashville this weekend for Theo, opening up for him on his Netflix taping. I got a couple of shows in Los Angeles. I have some shows in San Francisco at the end of the month of August. And then Portland, Oregon, opening up for Mark Normand at the end of October. That's it. Those are the all, all the dates I have. So if I'm not on there and you want me, you got to request me. And that probably won't work, but it's still, it'd be good. It'd be good for me for you to do that. Probably. Seems like it'd be good. No one likes me. Okay. We got a lot of Apple Podcast reviews. And if you don't know already, if you leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I will read it right here at the beginning of the podcast. So right now we got, I think, five reviews to go through. And let's see. Let's see what they are. Five stars has made it in my highly exclusive weekly pod rotation. I vet many pods and not many make the exclusive list of Dylan's must-listen weekly pod rotation. Ari, welcome. Seen him perform live in Sydney with Theo. Been a fan ever since. Exclamation point, exclamation point, one exclamation point. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Dylan. Too good to be unlicensed. I wanted to be funny, but I'd rather Ari just know how much I love and talk about this podcast. He clearly just put in the work because he crushed it every week. Top five podcasts on iTunes for sure. Love you. Your Facebook friend, Josh H. Thank you, Josh H. Now I want to go on Facebook and just take a quick look at who you are. A dash of chaos. Well, my first Ari experience was a video on Instagram where he sold his parents' car and the pure chaos was like ice in my veins. While the podcast is sometimes chaotic, it's also quite insightful and an enjoyable listen. Thank you. That's from April H. So I appreciate that. Two more. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, Ari, love the podcast. Been listening for over a year now and can honestly say this is my the most refreshing podcast. However, I did come to learn that Abby Roberge helps out on the show, and he was in an episode of Modern Family. Have you ever been in an episode of Modern Family? Maybe we should let Abby host the show and see what happens. Anyways, just a thought. Awesome show. To anyone actually reading the Apple Podcast reviews, my post was sarcastic. LOL. This podcast is 100% a must-listen if you're in the comedy scene or therapy world. Thank you. Mike underscore Santeria. Thanks for that review. Never heard that to must listen if you're in the therapy world. I don't know if that's 
I don't know if that's true. Shout out to Abby Robert, good friend of mine. He got a plug in the review. Maybe the, maybe Mike Santeria is friends with Abby. I didn't quite get I don't quite get the joke, to be honest. But thank you for listening. I love you. Started last week. I'm addicted. Number one, I'm really attracted to your voice. Thanks. Number two, started last week and can't stop laughing at the fact that you're a Jew makes everything better. Hit me up. Nikki Lemon Lime. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Thank you for the five-star reviews, everybody. Leave me more and I will read them. Today we have Mark Ellis on the podcast. I've known him for years, but I don't really know him, know him. So it was nice to sit down and just have a great conversation with him. If you're not familiar with Mark Ellis, here's a clip. There is some good news in the world, though. This is true. A 96-year-old woman just graduated from college. Yeah, 96. Somebody turned 92 and was like, uh, I got to get my life together. Where are you going on spring break, Mildred? Heaven? Is that your destination? Let me tell you something. When you're in your 90s, you don't have to go to class. You already live like a college kid. You're the same schedule. You get up, you get high, you watch The Price is Right, you take a nap. That's it. How do you even teach someone that old? If you're the professor, you're like, okay, kids, you do a paper on Ernest Hemingway. Millie, you're cool. Because she may have actually slept with that dude. We don't know. I went to college. I majored in communications. That's where you pick when you don't know what to major in. <laughs> there you go. A lot of dummies here at the Laugh Factory tonight. It's, it's, that's like the certificate of participation at the college level. Because, look, when the guy gives you the diploma, he's like, dude, I don't know what to, good luck at Applebee's. Have fun. I don't. When I graduated college, this is true, I was jealous of those kids that went to DeVry. Because they, they get out of school in like, what, 11 days, and they have a job and a wife and a kid. They're happy. I went to school for four years. When I graduated, my life goal, get on Double Dare. I don't care how it happens. I just want to be at a job interview. The boss is like, Mark, what can you do for this company? And I'm like, sir, you'll see on the resume, I will take the physical challenge. That's what I can do. I have no idea how a computer works, but if you have a bunch of pudding, I will find the red flag, sir. I didn't take advantage of my college experience. I, um, I got the degree and everything, but I didn't get high once. Oh. That's rare. If you're a comedian that doesn't smoke pot, that's like living in Wisconsin and being lactose intolerant. It doesn't even make sense. I believe what they taught us in high school about drugs. You guys remember that? They sit you down and they say, kids, don't smoke marijuana. Why? Because marijuana is a gateway drug. It leads to other things. Um, yeah, like what? Pussy and free guitar lessons? I watched my friends walk through that gateway all evening long. Not me. I'm a big drinker. I've been drinking Coors Light since my mom was pregnant with me. Long time. And drinking's a lot more dangerous than getting high. Like, if you go home and you get high tonight, what's the worst thing that happens to you? You get stoned, you watch Discovery Channel, you learn something about turtles you never knew before. <laughs> but if you go home, you get hammered, watch Discovery Channel, crazy stuff happens. Because you wake up the next day, you can't remember what went down. All of a sudden, you get an email from Expedia confirming your trip to the Galapagos Islands. <laughs> I knew I should have majored in zoology. Damn it. There he is, Mark Ellis. Hope you enjoyed that clip. Now enjoy the episode. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you have a way harder time getting through life. 
up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. This this is the one. I think the Mark Ellis interview. This interview is going to get me to 50. All right. What's the most popular YouTube video you've ever made? Um. We we have a few that have gone over who's, who's a couple we? million. Uh, Christian and I doing schmoes no uh, or uh, or the movie trivia schmodown. Schmoes over no, a million. Schmoes no. We had a couple reviews go over a million. Wow. And then um, what and movie then, was it? I wish I could remember because I feel like that probably matters for that stuff. It does. Everything matters. It's like it's probably like a Marvel movie or like. A, the Force Awakens or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then the mainstream. The movie trivia schmodown, we've probably done I don't know if we've ever done a million on any one schmodown, but we've had a couple like get pretty up there. It's so funny though, because we have three we've had three hundred thousand subscribers forever. Literally like forever. So they're just cause they trickle in and off now. So I it's guess. kinda staying the same. Yeah. Cause we yeah. like shot up to three hundred thousand and it's like That's the sky's so the limit. And then it just like it, it's like you're going to the gym and you're like trying to hit a weight loss goal and you just cannot. Do you have hot chicks on there? Do we have hot chicks on the show? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm trying you know, to think of ideas to get you. I'm the not next the only level. eye candy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but hot if we... chicks do well. Is that okay? Uh, I'll write I, that I'm down. Just, I just I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I like them. So are you teach in your seminar? I don't like. Okay, this is crazy. I love hot chicks so much. Right. That I actually don't like watching them on guys' YouTube channels. Because, because it's like it's just a tease. It's like I, the same reason I don't like a strip club, right? It's like I'm no. I think I'll if I can't have it, I don't want them to like pretend like I could have it. Yeah. So so yeah. how would you have it then? How would I have them? Yeah, it would like, have to be in person. On, in in person on, and they'd have to want to go out with me. But if you see them on a YouTube show, see that 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 tough's like a. <laughs> kind of a tough bar to hit because if you watch them on youtube you might get to know something about them you might have like a an icebreaker so that when i meet them yeah, yeah. oh well that's you true. can so, open with it like hey i feel the same way about the suicide squad that's that you a good do. point if well let me put it this way if i have a crush on a girl yeah i will go search them on the internet i think you're worried online. i think you're worried yeah. about being a creep i think no you're no worried i'm saying about, i am a creep that's the whole reason you know you're like a creep it. yeah yeah I'm okay a creep. Yeah, that's why it's like <laughs> I can't, I can't fall into that. You're like an creep addict, trap. and yeah. YouTube is the crack den, and mm-hmm. so you're just trying to stay away from. That's the problem. If trouble. I'm watching your show and there's a hot, beautiful woman, yeah, and now I'm hearing her nerd out about mm-hmm. some movie that I like. Now I love her and can't have her. Yeah. Now I'm sliding into her DMs. Yeah. Then the heart. Yeah, now starts har- to rip yeah apart. then that night I go to bed feeling extra lonely because the love of my life is on your podcast and I don't even know her. I yeah. guess I know you, though, so I could be like, hey, what's the deal? Well, yeah, you, you, would, you would have it in. Yeah, I'd have it, hey, set me up. Right. And I would corroborate the story. <laughs> and you'd be like, <laughs> to a certain of course degree. I'll set you up with her. <laughs> I've had you'd people, be though, perfect together. I've had, like, weirdos that just, like, that gravitate towards you on social media or online for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I have this one guy, I, I still call him a kid, but he's, like, 35, but he's got those eyes where there's just, like, something that's not, and, and it's not all firing on all cylinders up there. Okay, yeah. And so He's he, mentally ill. I think so. Handicapped. And so, I, I, don't, I don't know that's where it is. There's just something broken inside. 
is what I'll say. It's like if you took him and you shook him, you would, you know, when you get something it's what some electronic people and you hear you, something you rattling around. Used to, not around. anymore, but right. they would back in the day call him a, a retarded person. I would probably. I would never call him that, neither would you. But back in the day, someone would. Likely. Yeah, yeah. Likely. Somebody less open-minded and progressive yeah. than us. Yeah, we're very progressive. So this guy, he would, like, go occasionally to, like, see me at, like, he, he was at the comedy store, and he was telling people that he's friends with me. Is this that um, heavy set guy with a beard? No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Who's that one? <laughs> Do I have a new one? <laughs> Some heavy set guy with a beard come up to you and just be like, "Hey, hey, you know Mark? I'm friends." I just I had a guy in my head who I thought it might be, but it's a different it's a different guy. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, unless he's really put on a lot of weight recently. No, no, it's probably a different. Yeah, guy. no, my stalkers are in good shape. I went for it. Yeah. <laughs> So he was at the comedy store. Yeah, and, and so he'd like go up to famous people, like people were performing that night, and just be like, oh, well, I'm friends with Mark Ellis. And it's like, don't uh, keep my hey, name out of your worst. mouth. Yeah. I've had um, people who would be called a retard back in the day, but uh -huh. we wouldn't. Uh, I've us. had them who are comedians uh -huh. go to Booker's and said, hey, I'm friends with Ari. He could vouch for me. Yeah, I want to do your show, and I would vouch for my friends and people who I like. Yeah, like you I have no ask. problem, but th these aren't people I know or like. So the booker would be like, "Hey, this guy said that you would vouch for him." I'm like, "I've met that person once in passing. I don't know him." And in a weird uh, way, uh, it erodes uh, your own credibility, even though you had yeah, nothing totally. to do with it. Yeah, because then they go and bomb, right? And now all of a sudden, my opinion doesn't isn't good anymore, even though I didn't recommend him mm -hmm. to begin with. Yeah, you got to be careful who mm -hmm. you recommend in this town. It's true. I don't recommend. Now I just recommend lesbian black chicks. That's, that's it. it. Keep it safe. That's it. okay. Play it safe. That's what I was going right to ask now. you, but I guess I, I guess I'll. Yeah, you would ask me to recommend <laughs> I, I will you retract to, my to, ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to the comedy store where I'm not in at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if I just kept it? I was like, hey, hey, can you tell the comedy store? And they're like, but, but you just went up. I'm like, sometimes, I, know, I know. Sometimes I do do that. If someone goes there and they and I'm like, hey, tell them I said hi. Like, remind them I'm alive, <laughs> even though they already know me and like me. But you're a regular there, right? Unpaid regular. You're yeah, an unpaid yeah. regular. Mm -hmm. okay. Friends and family. Okay. I was uh, so I was a door guy there. You weren't a door guy, right? Or oh you yeah, were. you I were. Was, that's yeah. right. You were a door guy there. Yep. So I was a door guy there too for like mm -hmm. five years, and then COVID happened. Uh huh. And I mean, even the two years before COVID, I was I was. Did you start at the store in Hollywood or in the Hollywood. one in San Diego? I'm from San Diego, but I never st I started comedy in LA. Okay, I didn't know how anything worked, yeah. so I just moved here and did it. And then <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. I did it like two times in college in San Santa Cruz. Yeah, and I did good those two times. So in my head, I'm you like, did well. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> I did well, good. I did good well. Today's episode of Unlicensed Therapy is brought to you by NordVPN, and as you guys know, I am a big tech nerd. I'm producing this whole podcast myself. And one thing that I recommend everybody get is a VPN. There's a lot of benefits to a VPN. I don't want to list a whole bunch of things that you guys don't know, but let me just tell you, you shouldn't be browsing the internet without it. VPNs help with security. They help keep you private if you are doing things you don't want people to know about. And I'm not even, I don't even mean things that aren't legal. I mean, I just personally don't want people to know what I'm doing all the time. I like to keep that stuff to myself. One of the big advantages, one of the big like actual use, maybe some of you are like, I don't care if people know what I do. I don't care if I'm secure. I'll take a risk. Okay, here's a real 
cool feature. NordVPN allows you to browse the internet from basically any country you want. I think there's a list of 50 countries, all the countries that you know. And you could switch it so the internet thinks you're in another country. And what that does is, I don't know if you guys know this, Netflix, for example, a lot of these streaming services, there's different content depending on what country you're in. So, for example, Modern Family doesn't work in America on Netflix because it's, uh, I think it's a C ABC show. So you have to go to the ABC's streaming platform. But if you say that, oh, I'm in Brazil, I'm in Canada, oh, all of a sudden you got Modern Family. I have a list here of cool content because that's what I look up. Oh, what content can I watch from other countries? And that's a way I find things to watch. Star Trek Discovery. Boom. Oh, Prison Break. Remember that show? That Season one of Prison Break was incredible. Season two and three are still okay because the season one, you know, you know those shows where it's season one was so good that you watch the rest even though it's way worse. Season one of Prison Break, if you haven't seen. So good. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Big Bang Theory, Sons of Anarchy, 24. Oh, I forgot about 24. That show's great. So right now you can go to nordvpn.com slash therapy or use the promo code therapy to get a two-year plan plus a bonus gift with a huge discount. Go to nordvpn.com slash therapy. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee if you don't like it, but it's NordVPN is very fast, very good for you to be using. So check it out, nordvpn.com. Use the promo code therapy. I highly recommend it. Support them, which in turn supports the show. And in turn, you'll get your money's worth right off of that Netflix feature. It's pretty cool. Red Dwarf. I haven't heard of that. I'm going to have to check that out. It looks cool. Okay, let's get back to the show. It feels like if you say I did good, mm -hmm. it wasn't as good of a set as if you said I did well. It wasn't that good. It, it was good, not well. I'll say you did good then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did good. And so good, in fact, that in my mind, I'm a pro. And oh, I'm ready no. to move to L.A. and do comedy mm -hmm. after two times. Two I did times. it yeah. maybe six, seven times around the southeast doing open mics. And I, when I mean the southeast, I mean all over the place in the southeast. Driving like Where are you five... From? Uh, North Carolina. Okay. I was born in North Carolina, Air Force brat. We settled in Virginia, went back to school in North Carolina. So Air Force, and are you okay with that? Yeah, with, with supporting the Air Force? Yeah. Yes. I'm more of a Marine guy. But, <laughs> well, right. you don't get to pick which no, I branch the of the Armed Forces your dad goes into. No, I'd pick my dad to be in the you Marines. You told your dad to be in the Marines? He wasn't any of them, but if I was, okay. if, yeah, I'd tell if him. If we're doing a military draft, mm -hmm. everybody wants Marines. Well, they're the badass ones. Yeah, but actually, yeah. now that I think about it, it, you have to weigh it against, like, it's so cool to say, hey, my dad's a Marine. He's got the sword. Mm -hmm. But then you also have to deal with your dad being a Marine, probably to you as well. Yeah, he's so probably So I think Air Force true. is the perfect oh, mix. Oh, yeah, your dad was more chill. Yeah, because Coast Guard is, it, it's you, you might get laughed out of the, the elementary Coast school Guard, room. Does that even count as a military branch? I think so. It's, it's still better than Space Force. I see a Space Force, but I was actually going to say, to me, that's the coolest one lately, and that's part of the Air Force. When it's you're a little kid, if you say my dad is in the Space Force, that's badass. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. not until like fourth or fifth grade when they're like, wait, wait, do they actually do anything? I think, okay, it's kind of a laughing stock because what's the Space Force and Trump made it? Right. 
But I think in 20 years from now, Space Force is going to be cool. Could be very elite. Yeah. But it's, I don't think cool. it's a coincidence that we announced Space Force and then we suddenly have this rash of UFO sightings all over the place. Really? You think yeah. that, that's connected? That's well, almost a conspiracy I think maybe theory. they knew something. And then they're like, well, we got to create Space Force to deal with this thing. But I haven't oh, heard a peep. Every time there's a UFO sighting, I don't hear a peep from you always hear like the government's going to release documents. I don't ever hear the words space and force in any of I these. I think they're unreal. I think it's coincidence, but I don't know anything. It could have been. Here's another conspiracy theory. It could have just been space force. Could have been the brainchild of people in the Coast Guard because they were tired of being. The, no, no, it's part the of the Air Force. The Space Force branch. is part of the Air Force. It's an offshoot of the Air yeah, Force. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying they probably created it so that somebody else would be <laughs> oh, so they're the not butt the of the military yeah, yeah. jokes. <laughs> yeah, they're the, the new bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah so now Space it. Force is going to have to create, like... Anything Trump made would be the new bottom. Right. He's so hated. He could have made a sub... He could have made the most elite frontline <laughs> branch that's you know, makes Navy SEALs look uh -huh. like pussies, and they'd be like, ah, that's, they're kind of lame. Yeah, Navy SEALs yeah. the same way. Like, it'd be so cool to say my dad's a Navy SEAL. Yeah. You don't want your dad being a Navy but SEAL. But it's interesting because Navy SEAL's badass, but Navy, not badass. But clean. Those uniforms are... Sailors. Yeah. I feel like Navy would be the worst one as far as your dad or your mom ma like making you make your bed and like do your chores and stuff. Just because when you're on a ship... Everything's got to be. Why is it that tight. Navy gets the gay jokes? Because of the Village People song. Oh, uh, in that the makes Navy. Sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't uh, know that those jokes right. were going around before the Village People. <laughs> before like, the Village People, they were just saying which branch of service. And then the Village, so the Navy probably hated the Village People, and they're like, "Ah, oh, fucking." What was the? Was there a consensus amongst the Village People <laughs> when they were writing that song? Was everybody on board with the Navy, or was like the policemen like, probably "No, we thought, should do Army guys"? They probably thought they looked hot, and they picked them. They probably saw it's sailors. It's the cleanest and, uniform. Yeah, they were probably like, "Those guys are hot yeah. in the Navy." Yeah, yeah. You wear it. your your white uniform. And then that white uniform, insulted by Jack Nicholson <laughs> in A Few Good Men, because mm -hmm. I believe Jack was, uh, was playing a Marine. Mm -hmm. So it was the Marines going up against the Navy. But the Navy is like the JAG Corps, so they're the ones that can like take you to court and stuff in Washington, which is what they did at the end of A Few Good Men. Have you seen it? Yeah, but I was a child. Go treat yourself. You think it still holds up? Oh, it's so good. It's not today because what was that in the eighties? Uh, it was ninety. Oh, it was ninety. Okay, yeah, yeah, that can still hold up. Oh, it's so good. Anything before eighty six? Don't do this, Ari. Don't do this to yourself. I'm doing it. I know you're a movie buff. Yeah. I'm, say, I'm movie buff too. I'm, I'm a film major. I'm a, I have a film degree. You're a film major. I have a film degree. And your follow and your statement about pre post nineteen eighty six. I'm gonna say post nineteen eighty six for the most part. There's obviously a few exceptions. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, any movie before 1986, to me, when I watch it, I struggle through it. It's a little dated. Really? Yeah. And obviously, I know there's historic movies that change cinema. Mm -hmm. And there's, I'm not saying that every movie before 1986 is an invaluable piece of crap. And when they came out, I'm sure they were great. But now I watch them and I'm like, it's a little hard to watch the qualities too poor. And it's, yeah. Jaws. It's can't do Jaws. Can't do Animal House. Jaws might be an exception. Animal House is Can't slightly Star dated. Star Wars. Star Wars holds up. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. saying that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was ahead of its time. That almost, you know, when that movie came out. It was a revolution. It was, it was a revolution. So Easy it almost Rider. doesn't revolution. count. Easy Rider is boring. Now. It's a little slow. Yeah. It's a little slow. It kicks off yeah. so well. Too with dated. Born to be Wild, and you're just like, let's go. Yeah. And then it's like. It would, that movie wouldn't be made like that now. If they made a remake of Easy Rider. 
It wouldn't be that slow. <laughs> that would have been. It, it would have been. Wait, like, have they made a remake of that? Fast and Furious. I'm surprised 11, they haven't. Easy Rider. Yeah, I'm just, because of this podcast, someone's gonna start writing that. Biker right Boys. Now. I think it's the closest thing we've got. <laughs> Is that a porno? To Easy Rider. No, boys. it's it's an actual movie. I think Kid Rock made an appearance in it. Oh. Biker Boys with a Z. I like Kid Rock. Yeah. Right winger. Yeah. Pretty cool. He is a right winger. Yeah. I still enjoy that all summer long song. I like Ba with the Ba. It's just a hit. Yeah. I don't I know know that I listen to any other songs. All I summer know. long is the one that was more recent where he basically took Sweet Home Alabama and oh, Werewolves, I do know. Werewolves yeah, that was a good one. That was catchy. Just married them together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I don't know, a hypocrite when I listen to it, because I really enjoy the song. I don't but think I know there's I'm anything wrong with to. that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a like, lot of I people mean, enjoy it. Just put on Sweet Home Alabama. The, the whole yeah. song is about how much fun they had it's singing Sweet Home Alabama. It's a little twist. Yeah. On it. But that's that's actually smart if you're looking to make a hit song. You just kind of you got to rip off. Yeah, you got to rip off other songs. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I think the common logic up until he's a revolutionary because the common logic up until then was, hey, we got to sample this great song mm-hmm. and put it in our new tune. And he's like, I'm doing two songs and I'm going to mesh them into one and two genres. And two right? Because he does like rap, kind of, mm-hmm. and country, kinda. and yeah, rock. Yeah, he does. He's a renaissance man. Yeah. And so he likes Trump. Big deal. So why is 86 the cutoff? That, that when you were I born? I mean, I made up that number. No, I'm 89. I'm just thinking. Because okay, I'm so thinking, I, like, I like, by the, your logic, and this is a little unfair to you, but by your logic, because Jaws was released in 1975, Jaws the Revenge which is Jaws 4, was released in 1987. So by your watch, well, there's movies that are made today that are horrible. That doesn't, that's not saying any movie after 1987 is good. Right. Uh, But people do the the reverse too, because they reverse engineer it as well, because they're like, oh, the 70s was such a great time for, the 70s had so much crap come out, but now they have the benefit of being 50 years old. Those people like to smell their own farts. Yeah. And so now we just, now we look at the great things that came out of the 70s. Because you you're gonna look back on this. I like decade. Rocky. Like Thank I you. said, there's there's classic amazing movies mm-hmm. that have a clear three act structure that still hold up, but overall they're a little slower. Mm-hmm. The sound quality is kind of poor. The coloring they're kind of dark, and they're Can just you do hard black to and watch. White movies? You seem like you're not gonna tolerate. I can't a black think. And white I'm movie. trying to think of an old black and white movie that that I would watch now. I am gonna good. give you one. Okay, I'll give you homework it. for the show. Okay. The Hustler. Okay, what's that? What's Paul Newman. Uh huh. Young Paul Newman. Oh, I just thought of one. Cuckoo's Nest was good. Yeah, one for that's the great. Nest. Yeah. That holds up. It's in color, though. Oh, it is? Yeah, there it you is. go. Yeah. See? Yeah. And you're not allowed to, like, decolorize. You're not allowed to watch, like, Mad Max, Fury no. Road, the oh, black yeah, and white yeah. well, version. <laughs> like, see, I like black and white movies. <laughs> yeah. Watch The Hustler. Young Paul Newman rolls into town. He's Wait, a they pool made a Fury hustler. Road color and black and white? They made a Fury Road that one in, is yeah, in color. Yeah, they made Fury Road and, and it was popular. And then the director George Miller is like, "Okay, my true vision for it is in this like black and white." I don't think sort I watched the true one. look. They re-released it in theaters for a weekend. All the film snobs are like, "This is the way to see the movie." Wow. And, but I'm like, I'm like, okay, but I kind of like the pretty colors. Yeah, we and have also, the technology to do even it. Even the the color Fury Road isn't that colorful. They're in the desert. It's kind of, you know, sandy. Sandy, yeah, it's not like there's bright colors everywhere. A lot of uh, yeah. a lot of white browns. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of, of white browns. browns, blue skies, and a bunch of a silver trucks. Yeah, that's it, right? There's not really color in that. Pretty great movie. Yeah, it was good. And the old when was the first Mad Max? <laughs> uh, seventy nine, I want to say. Probably I think it not. came out in seventy nine, and I think I tried watching that, and it was a little too, too yeah, old. The Road yeah. Warrior. Yeah, it was too old now. 
Yeah, to watch. this Mad Max Fury Road is the best Mad Max movie I've ever seen. I'll give you that. I'm trying to think of any other so sequel to a movie. So I convinced you, is what it, basically, I think. I'm not going Jaws the Revenge. Right. But overall, you agree that pre-'86 is a little dated No, I do at not. Point. No. Overall. I, overall, Generally speaking. Overall, I think you are so mistaken <laughs> that I want to take your hand and guide you into the wilderness of pre nineteen eighty six. Do you have a film degree? No, I do not. So I guess I win. I have a communications degree. <laughs> so I guess this, I win this argument. <laughs> so, well, you have, have a film resume. degree, mm-hmm. so you can tell me your opinion, but I have a communications degree, so I can tell you you sound like a moron. Yeah, you'd beat me in the debate about the degree, <laughs> but when they look at our resumes, they'd be like, I'm going to go with the guy with the film degree. On paper, Ari's yeah. right. Uh-huh. But on stage, Mark gave a more persuasive Comment argument. Comment below. And I'm obviously, <laughs> again, I'm not saying every movie before 1986 sucks. I'm not saying any of them suck. I'm just saying. Well, as, you already said a couple suck. As, an, as a couple do suck. Yeah. As an adult right now, do you watch those old movies and still enjoy them? Quite a, you know, from front to back, you're like, yeah, this movie mm-hmm. holds up. Overall, no. A lot of Terminator it, 1, too old. Terminator 1 is is far inferior to Terminator 2. Terminator 2 is better, but also Terminator 1 is just too dated, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you prefer the Indiana Jones movies post-1986 or pre-1986? Because you get The Last Crusade in 89, which is fantastic, and then you get Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is... Uh, but then you get Raiders of the Lost Ark pre-86, and you get Temple of Doom pre-86. So here's what I'll say. I think the pre-86 Indiana Jones were better... Obviously, for their when they came out, mm-hmm. they were better movies. Mm-hmm. That being said, if you watch them now, I think the new ones might be more I don't e- think, easier to watch all the way through. I don't think Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is. Which that's the alien one. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah, that was pretty bad. It wasn't one. great. Last Crusade's awesome though. There's still there's still bad new there's new movies that yeah. come out that are horrible. Probably now more than ever. It's hard for me to write off any anything that has my pocket. Which would be, I think the greatest comedies, I think the greatest comedy ever made is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I still think it's the funniest film of all time. It's I, a good one. And the Star Wars classic trilogy, those are my favorite movies. So those are all pre-86. I love Jaws. Top Gun is 86. Now, don't you want to, as a film buff, these, these answers you're saying, uh-huh. which you can't really argue with them because it's like, yeah, Monty Python's amazing. Star mm-hmm. Wars are amazing. Don't you want to find like a little, like one to say that might piss people off? A little bit? One. Or a little... Don't you want to find a more niche movie to say is your favorite in both those categories? A hot because, take? Yeah, because saying, like, Monty Python and Star Wars, that's basic bitch stuff. You right. know what I mean? So you're saying my taste in film thus far is basic bitch. No, because everyone I mean, loves those movies. Like. Everyone loves those movies. They're right. amazing. But as a nerd, like, you're a film nerd. You watch tons of movies. I love the movies you're a movie I nerd. love. You're a movie nerd. So I want to see from you... I don't think that's... I want you to see you say a comedy movie that people are like, oh, yeah, I never... That one, like, more of a, you know... A I have the luxury I, of yeah. falling back on my communications degree. <laughs> I just go see the movies that the studios tell me to see. You are the one with a film degree. Mm-hmm. You're the one but, and that as, should and be dropping as a comedian, knowledge. As a, as a hilarious stand-up comedian oh, that performs you. all over the world. Well, we both are that. Yeah, but you've done it more I than do more me. Of, you do more. more, you're, more su- you're more of a success than me. So as this... Incredible talent. You're off to a better start. Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> you might be off to a worse start. Um, as this incredible comedic talent, I want to hear an answer. I want the audience to hear an answer of a comedy movie mm-hmm. that they don't. Everyone knows Monty Python. Everyone knows Monty. I want to hear them go. Oh, I have to check that out because he knows comedy. Pre 1986. Yeah. You've heard of Airplane. Yeah. You've heard of The Naked Gun. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Top Secret? 
I have, but that's a good. I like that answer. Mark. It stars Val Kilmer, a mm-hmm. very young Val Kilmer, and it's funnier than Naked Gun or Airplane. It is. I don't remember it. A hysterical spoof movie. All right, let's see. That's I what would I put wanted. that to the front of your homework because okay. again, you're interested top in secret. one day surpassing my success in comedy. So if you one want day, to do yeah. that, there's no shortcuts. You got to watch Top. <laughs> you want to get to me? <laughs> you got to rewatch Top Secret and yeah. all these other movies. In the next 15 about. years of your life, somewhere you're gonna have to watch Top Secret if you want to get to I'll this. I'll pirate it tonight. It's great. Are you, now, as a fan, I will buff, Venmo you the fee that you have to pay. That, I was gonna ask you: Are you a pirate? Because uh, you watch a lot of movies. Or are you like, I'm supporting cinema, I'm going to buy all no, these No, I'll support cinema. So you don't pirate anything? Yeah, but You're I also guy. get an out, too, because a lot of times studios will send invites to go screen movies yeah, but for free. What I'm saying, for me, yeah, you get the free screeners and all right. that, and they, they even invite you to probably red carpet events or I still premieres. pay for Netflix, still pay for Hulu, for Amazon. You do, okay. That's and if a movie know. costs convenient one. $3.99, $5.99, YouTube, rent it for $12.99, I'll do it. What's the site you go to to rent movies? Is it YouTube? Amazon. You Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Because you're Amazon Prime user already. Yeah, you're like adding to my account. YouTube for me is just this one thing that I go to to watch short videos. And that in my old man brain, that's what I do. So here's the reason. And of course, podcasts. Oh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, the, Amazon does have podcasting, but not video podcasts. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. I'd, I'd go to YouTube for, for long form, only for podcasts. Everything right. else that's movie-related, get me off the tube. Oh, you Put me on Amazon. Oh, you would find some good YouTube channels that you would like. I'm sure. Like, I watched this yesterday. I watched this guy that just restored old rusty wrenches for, like, yeah. six hours. It was incredible. He just he found start with this old rusty wrench. Each video is like an hour. He take you watch him the was whole process. Was Phil Swift involved? Because I'm pretty sure you're just watching a very long who's Flex Seal commercial. Swift? He's the Flex Seal uh, guy. Flex Seal guy. Yeah, but he no. also has this stuff where you just put the metal in something. It's almost. I don't want to call it ASMR because it's more just watching the process of the guy. But it, it's kind of ASMR because no one's talking in it. He takes old rusty tools he doesn't narrate what he's doing doesn't narrate what he's doing so you just it's a cl- you don't see him that you is just peaceful. see his hands it's peaceful and he, he shows the thing then he puts it in a tub of degreaser or deruster and he lets it sit there and then he takes it out and he sands off all the rust he just watched the whole process of he's him probably got this. some pretty great hands right like the hands that i always thought i'd have they're, they're manly have hands little tiny like mainly but the, even if he had female hands mm-hmm. you'd say that's a man just because he restores old tools. Well, yeah, 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 he's good at it. But like, yeah. these are not hands built for restoring old tools. I, I think they. I'll are. give you another movie, yeah. Labor Day, which came out a, a few years ago. It stars Josh Brolin. I like and him. somebody else. I can't remember who else is it. I listened like, to him on Marin. Good interview. Kate Winslet or somebody. Anyway, yeah. point of this story is that Josh Brolin has some of the manliest hands I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh yeah. He's making a pie in that movie, and there's a close up on him making a pie, and I'm like, if I could one murder, and I get those hands. I just want to shake his hand, see what his grip is like. Oh, it would swallow you. You think he has a powerful grip? Yeah, you got you got pretty good paws, but it would No, my paws are I'd say are average. But yeah. Mine are below like average, but it would it would literally swallow you. He'd be giving you the Viking handshake without realizing he's doing it. I rock climbed for several years, so I think I, I have a decent That's grip. That's Yeah. Did we just come up with your opener for when you meet that beautiful woman at a bar? I don't give women strong grips though. It's okay. Because to me well, You shouldn't. You shouldn't be it, it's not a it's like what are you competition trying? when you shake their hand. Yeah, but you meet those people that give you those extra firm grips, and you're like, what are you trying to prove here? Yeah, you're not you trying know? to prove anything. Yeah. Do you know why? Because you're a rock climber. 
Yeah, yeah. You don't have to prove it. I don't need it. to. It's yeah. like, you want to have a grip grip off, I'll do it. People but... like me have to prove the grip. <laughs> We're the like, ones that are sweating the handshake. Extra. You don't have to worry about yeah. it. You have stories of rock climbing. But then, at the same time. Do you have pictures? I'd probably do somewhere. That's, yeah. that's a hard place to get a selfie. No, it's Is not that bad. Is dangling on a mountain. Oh, no, that's it's pretty chill. Once you do it a few times, you lose that fear, and then you're just chilling on the rope. Did you see Freehold? Not Freehold, Free Cell. <laughs> Uh, Free Solo. Uh, the Free Alex was a movie about New Jersey. Are you talking about the Alex Free Solo? Is that Free Solo? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, was solid. Can you do any of that? No, I. I mean, maybe I'm technically capable of it because the mountain he did is not considered a very difficult climb. Uh huh. But doing it without ropes, right. is no. That's, okay, I'm gonna I need a little that. bit better an answer. That was a test. No, I wouldn't do because it. Because who would even attempt to do it? You're hitting on at the bar. I could say I'll do that. That's literally the first question out of it. Don't say you're going to do it, but that's literally going to be the first question. Oh, could you do that? Yeah. And I'll just go, yeah, I could. Mm -hmm. I just, I wouldn't film it because I'm not a showboat. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly how you do it. Yeah, I could do it, but I'm not a show off, so I wouldn't make a movie about it. (laughs) Make a shot of whiskey and when (laughs) you've never seen me drink, but I barely, I make an alcohol face. I'm like, oh, I I I can't drink. Yeah. I cough. I love having uh, like a Coors Light. But um, yeah, people complain that hard like tastes like piss. I'm like mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. yeah, I want it the most like water. Yeah, is the better. Yeah, when they me. pull the Bush Light six pack out of the mountain stream, <laughs> I'm like, that's exactly what it came from. Water. Bush Light is kind of a Natty Ice competitor, right? Natty Light, yeah. Natty Light, yeah. yeah. Natty Ice is a whole different right. Beast. Natty Light and Bush Light. Even me, I'm like, it tastes like a hangover. Keystone Light, Milwaukee's yeah, Best Light, Natty Light. Bushlight are all down here. They're at the bottom yeah, of the division. Yeah, even that might be. I'd rather take a PBR or something, yeah. something with a little class. Yeah, maybe a Miller High Life. Amstel That's the Light, Miller High Life is about the lowest I'll go. Amstel White is actually below all those. Really? Cannot do it. it I know it's a fancier classier. beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I can't do it. For What's me personally, that's my just, ranking. It makes you you hate the taste or what? I just don't like the taste. Yeah. What are you trying to prove? Is it a little more bitter than those yeah. other ones? Yeah, I don't what like you, the bitter. Yeah. Yeah, no. To me, I want a water, a watery beer. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I have Coors Light ranked ahead. These of, have been a game changer for me because you could kind of drink them and people think you're drinking. But liquid they're just death water. is a great beverage to drink when you're walking up and you're approaching that young lady who is going to be your future girlfriend. Wife, that if you that was on your the Schmo show, and I'm going to mm-hmm. yeah. DM you and be like, hey, can you set me up? If, like, if you just DM me, I'll give you the thumbs up, but I just want the courtesy of knowing. No, no, I'm going to say... Because I would support you in any relationship. No, I'm going to say that girl that was on your show today set us up on a blind date. You can ask. And (laughs) you have to do it (laughs) for no reason. Might take my sweet time getting back to you. If if she's not your girlfriend already. I would see... Do you have a girlfriend? No. Yeah. I would see what the situation is. You probably want a girlfriend. I do not. What? I don't. Liar. I really don't. Why not? It's work. It is work. Yeah. Yeah. Girls are My life right now is just so peaceful. Which is why you have time to get a girlfriend. And serene. We're going into, you got to understand how I set my year, okay? We're going into the NFL season here. Mm -hmm. It's the worst time to get a girlfriend. I went to the Chargers practice yesterday. Really? Mm -hmm. How was it? The offspring played before practice. The offspring played with Mm -hmm. their new drummer. Because they kicked they the old one out. I didn't know that. I didn't even know they that. They kicked the old drummer out. Couldn't tell. The new drummer didn't right even there. know. I wasn't in my head going, is this drummer different? Couldn't even tell. He refused to get vaxxed, so they kicked him out of the band. That's why? 
Yeah. The band's pro-vaxxer? The band. The band's pro-vax. The, dr- the old drummer was like, I don't want to get vaxxed. Yeah, like, unless there's been an the update, band. unless they talked him into it. That, if I had known that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gone. Because <laughs> you're an anti-vaxxer? Because I'm an anti-vaxxer. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know I you're a pro-vaxxer. Yeah. But, but I, I can get along with I guess I still would have gone, but I do. Think you're not. That's you're lame. not vaccinated. If it makes you feel better, mm-hmm. I am vaccinated. It doesn't make me feel any better or worse. Oh, then I'm not vaccinated. Yeah. But how do you go to the comedy store? I don't, I haven't. <laughs> they don't. Bo- it doesn't matter though. They don't book me. Yeah, but you're still. You can still hang out. Get the shot to hang out with me. Yeah, Aren't I, I worth it? Are people still hanging out? Um. Yeah. Not as much because the the bar was closed this past week. Yeah, with so the new regulations. I'll wait, I'll wait till I need. I we will should go ahead and start the process. So you can hang out. Well, with I'll me. get the J and J. Yeah, I will okay. get vaccinated. Like I would sell out, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so if I was the offspring drummer and the uh-huh. band was like, "Hey, if you don't get vaccinated, we're kicking you out of the band," right? I would have gotten vaccinated. Okay, but I'm an anti-vaxer until I need it. Okay. Okay. For and then the only reason I'm getting is because society is making me. But are you safe around other people? Who may be more compromised than you? Because I'm not spitting in their mouths. That's an improvement. Yeah. The last time we hung yeah. out. <laughs> so do you I'm not? Trying do not you just not want it because you're because of like your your personal freedom? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm not scared of getting. But also, at but this, again, it's not like that. I think that's the misconception is that people think it's like it's a it is a personal choice. But mm-hmm. there's also like this huge public safety component to it but i don't understand that that much either because why don't they get if you're worried about getting it from someone then why don't you get vaccinated right and about me spreading it is the, is the concern like you're selfish if you don't get vaccinated because you can spread it to others yeah but the others should mm-hmm. go get vaccinated then if they if they are concerned that i'm going to spread it they are vax they are getting vaccinated oh so i could but then still- you can also do your part because you're a person of note in the community you're this a happens leader. On, we get into this on almost every podcast. Oh, do you really? Okay. And it's okay. Yeah. And I, I'm an idiot, and I know that. And I know that I, I don't think you're an idiot. Well, okay. I know that I'm not a scientist, and I no, know nor and am I, I. I couldn't justify why I don't want the vaccine right. other than I don't want it. These are the kind of conversations um, more people who are pro Nance I need to have. Because we're both putting all our cards on the table. Right. So I know when someone's like, you should get it. I'm like, maybe I should. Right. I don't know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> But you know what? And when I'm telling you to get it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know what's in it. No one knows. I don't know what the ingredients are. No one knows. So all these people who are, or at least most of these people, are like, "You need to get it for this and this." I'm like, "You're just spewing off a headline you read. You don't know either." Nobody really. No knows. one really knows. Three people so in a volcano actually know exactly. So that's why I'm like, I don't get why people are right. so. That guy is evil. He's not getting vaccinated. Right. I'm like, you don't know. No one knows. It's always, it's constantly changing. I just can't find a people are still getting the a scientific body mm-hmm. that has as much anti-vax. Oh, they're out there. I'm sure there are. Yeah, but as the pro-vax scientists, I feel like whatever mainstream side, media supports the pro-vax scientists. I feel like whatever side science is mostly on, probably the right side to be on. Probably is the key yeah. word there. Yeah, but we don't know. Yeah, but it's also like I'm not. How many times has science been wrong? But if science, history, if science told me like, hey, Mark, uh, in order to stop spreading this thing, in order to be safe, you're gonna have to cut off your leg, then I would have more questions. But this, you roll up to CVS. It's far so far. Yeah, so far that's all you have to do. What if I actually drop dead right now, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody out there thought it was a bit? Because Who then knows? there would be there would be some sort of funeral. 
there'd be some, maybe, hopefully the comedy store. would be a cool store, way to die, though. Yeah. 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 But everybody watching the show or listening to the show would think it's a bit. And they're like, how long are Mark and Ari going to keep the pimp? <laughs> we on? literally started a faking your death thing. <laughs> and you right have here, like a one year right anniversary now. of the time I died on your show. And mm -hmm. everybody, there's still going to be conspiracy theorists that are like, oh, I think Mark's, Mark's going to come out. And there'd also the be a lot of people that said, Ari's not vaxxed. He killed Mark. Ooh, I that like that. That would be a lot yeah. of them too. I, me and my people like that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the right. liberals would yeah. be like, if he didn't, if you didn't have him on your podcast, he'd still be here with us. Would you go up to my mom at the at the funeral and just would you say anything to my mom at the um, funeral, or would you probably back off because you I know would, that that's out there that oh, I Ari might have um, killed Mark. I would ask someone else close. First off, I don't think I'd get invited to your funeral. Maybe I would because you died in front of me. Well, we'd probably do a thing at the at so like the, the comedy memorial. I would hope they would. Yeah, they would. I think by this point mm -hmm. in my career, I've earned the original room. I'm not quite at main uh, room memorial you level. You might be belly. Oh, come no, on, no, I'm no, out of the belly. Be, you'd be original. Okay. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, you Thank might you. even be belly and original. Can I there co? Be, can I co? You might sell out the OR, and they need the the belly as a little side <laughs> I, room. I need another comic to yeah. die with me, so we can just go headline. Yeah, in just the main have room. your stand up playing <laughs> right. on each show and yeah. see who sells more. <laughs> I think that I would I would ask. There will be Maybe, merch available. Do you have a brother? I do. I would yeah. ask your brother. Okay. Hey, I keep I'm tearing up in the side. It's this. it's an um, emotional thing for all of us. I would ask your brother. Hey, should I say something to your mom or should I just back off and see what he says? Okay. Yeah. All right. But I yeah I wouldn't want to be disrespectful at funerals. You know. I've never been to a funeral in the position where I didn't know if I was wanted or not. <laughs> so, never so been to a funeral where you were accused of killing? Yeah, so far I haven't been there. I have been to funerals where I begrudgingly went because my family wanted me to go, and uh -huh. I didn't really care that much that the person You died. don't really... Well, if somebody close to you had died, would you consider it like, I need to go to the funeral? Or if yeah. you had other stuff to do, you're like, it's a funeral, um, they're already dead, okay. I can't if resurrect if someone them. close to me died, uh -huh. I would want to go to the funeral. That being said, if I had, like, a Mark Ellis interview that day, I'd be like, I can't go. Thank I have to you. interview Mark. Thank you. Because they're podcast. dead. Yeah, because they're dead. You, for all your powers, you. for all of your greatness with your film degree... Cannot bring that person I back can't. to life. And I and I like I said, I'd want to go, but I wouldn't lose sleep over not going. Especially if you had somebody like me to talk to. Instead. Especially if I had a Mike Ellis interview. Is that what's going on right now? Because I yeah. feel like your mind is somewhere else. Yeah, there's a there's someone close to me that I'm missing the funeral right I'm now. I'm so sorry. Okay. They, they should have gotten vaxxed. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's that's a story you're gonna hear a lot. Yeah, I don't know anyone personally who has died either. And I'm not around any old people. Yeah, that's good. And I'm not fat. No. So no, you're and not. as far as I know, you're, like you're in great shape. I'm okay. I'm I'm a dad bod, but a lot. Here's the the, the other thing, Pete. When you tell people that you're not vaccinated, mm -hmm. they treat you as if you have COVID. Right. That's the default position mm -hmm. from you know an ultra liberal who thinks I'm evil. They treat me as you're spreading it right now. You're horrible. I'm like, okay, I see. I could see how you can get to that conclusion. If I have COVID right now, I'm out spreading it. Yeah. But as far as I know, I don't have it. And you've been I have relatively no, safe? I have no symptoms. No, I haven't been safe. But Are you anti-mask? Yeah, I'm okay. anti-mask. But I'm, I'm not a Karen. I'm not going to go into Ralph's and right. someone's going to be like, hey, you need your mask on. and be like, fuck you. It's my Fifth Amendment right, right or whatever. That's probably it where is. I am right now is yeah. I feel like businesses 
if they want to say, hey, you need to be vaxxed in order to enter, that's fine with me. It's a private business. Yeah, yeah. like the comedy store, you know, Peter's making right. everyone get vaxxed. Do I agree with it? No, but it's I don't own the comedy store. If I disagree with it so bad, okay, then start your own comedy Are you club. considering buying it? <laughs> if I was... When, when do I send a veil? <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I do is any pro vaccine. Any Anyone who's vaccinated is not, not getting spots. <laughs> If I was <laughs> you only if you're vaxxed, you can only go see shows in the belly room. Yeah, the belly room is a vaccine. <laughs> the OR room. and main room. You you have you to show proof unvaxed. of not being vaccinated. I had that uh, apartment, Ari's apartment comedy festival. I don't know if you I, saw that. Yeah, it seemed like a like, really fun idea. It was a fun little shows yeah. in my living room, super spreader event. Yeah. And some people would come in with masks mm -hmm. and I would say, uh, no mask allowed. <laughs> and I'd say, listen, I'm not I'm not trying to make you go against your disbeliefs. If you want to wear a mask, that's fine. Is that why you did you it at your apartment? That was one of the reasons. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I've done apartment shows for years, like once a month. Okay. Uh, before COVID. Right. And then I just... Then you started I, COVID. When I started the festival, I thought we were done with every. I thought everyone was vaccinated. I thought we were turning a new leaf, and then this new resurgence happened. It's a, it, That's what's frustrating about it. So it ended up being a super spreader event, but that wasn't my intention. You didn't... You didn't know that we were going to have this I new thought, variant. Yeah, I thought we were done. could have been created in your apartment that night that was going to get out to the rest of the world. The Delta, I, I made the Delta. Right. Yeah, and I'm proud of it. That's what everybody's struggling with, though. So now the only response I could have to someone who says, why don't you get the vaccine like you're a bad guy or whatever, my only response is, I would like to kill people. <laughs> That's the only thing I could say. You can't, I, I have no defense. I just go, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you actively enjoy murder. I'm a killer. Yeah. And I love I it. I, you're just too. You're too sweet and obviously I'm not a killer. Obviously word. I don't want to hurt anyone. I, if 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 somebody, but if someone says something like that, that to me, it's like, what do I say? If somebody disappeared from the com, well, let's say that somebody died at the comedy, or somebody disappeared, and we didn't know what happened to him, but we suspected foul play. Mm -hmm. You are not the comedian that I think did it. Thank you. I don't know if everyone would agree with you or not, but I appreciate it. Yeah. I don't know if that's the general consensus. Who did it in your mind? Of yes. all the comics, so if there was there, a basically an abduction who's at the, the comedy store. Yeah. Who's the creepiest? Killer? It's not necessarily the creepiest because it could have been me, and I could have just gotten away with it. Could you and I could have teamed up? I don't see it. I would never accuse you of it. Thank you're you. you're kind of. Um, I don't want this to come off as insulting because a lot of people like this quality. Okay. You're kind of a goody two shoes. Fair. That's yeah. very fair. You're too pussy to abduct someone. Yeah. Until... You don't have the balls. I'm competitive, and so what you're doing right now <laughs> is the closest I've ever been to wanting to, to, wanting to murder someone. someone. Yeah. Not you, because you're right. insulting me, but I want to mm -hmm. prove to you... Yeah, yeah, if you murdered me... That I'm well, not I guess chicken. You could prove it to me in the last few seconds of my life. Oh, you don't think I'd kill anyone? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Well, if I was going to kill someone, I would do, like, a cool line. Of like, I wouldn't just... Hack them to death. I would make it cinematic. You wouldn't catch them, like, yeah, hit them from behind. I have the temptation to do the Bond villain mistake of explaining exactly what's going on. But I like the game you started. What paid? Uh, let's make it so they have to be a paid regular, too. You have to be a paid regular. So that way the audience store. can know who they are. You have to currently be alive? What currently alive paid regular? So now we're getting into talking shit here right. a little bit. Right. Kind of. Or you could you could twist it and say, I think they're really badass mm -hmm. and they would kill someone. Um who do you think would kill someone who works at the hmm. who's a paid regular at the comedy store? It's a paid regular at the comedy if store. If there was a murder right now, we knew it was a comedian, we didn't know who. 
<sighs> it's tough. It's actually tough. I'm trying to think. Cause I, I'm going to, I'm going to set the bar at, I'm going to set the bar at Rick Ingram. Oh, good one. Yeah. He has a dark soul. He's he, angry. He lives like he, he lives a few though. miles outside of LA now. He loves with his family his too. Beautiful much. family. He wouldn't he wouldn't risk it. Yeah, but I think that's what might happen. Is I think if anything went sideways in his neighborhood, I think Rick would be the one that would just take care of the situation. You know? Oh, you're saying he would kill someone to defend his family. Yeah. That could be it. Yeah, but yeah. he also wouldn't report it because you don't want to get in that quagmire. He lives he lives out in the hills, so he can just go bury the body. I'm Literally just say, roll it down uh, let the coyotes do the rest. I could, I, you make a good argument. Yeah, in, a, in some weird world that could happen. I'm just saying if I kill someone, if I end up killing someone, first you're going to know about it. I'm going to tell you, hey, dude, I did it. I did Remember it. Remember when you talked yeah. shit? I did it. And then I'm probably going to bury the body in Rick's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> because his, because, his, because then they're gonna, no one's going to find it in Rick's backyard is what yeah, you're saying. His yeah. kids one day are going to get into digging. Kids love digging. Sure. It's, again, it's, it. my hands are clean. Oh, right. It's right, in right. Rick's backyard. It's not my backyard. Right, right. Yeah. You had nothing to do with it. Yeah. I'm there, gonna say there goes Mark, who's performing tonight, and there goes Rick, who's going up after him, who probably killed a guy because there's a dead person in his backyard. Could be. Yeah. Uh, my pick. <laughs> and that for... is definitely gonna be my intro when I bring Rick up. <laughs> this next comic, man. One I of just the funniest did a podcast people I've ever and met. I picked him as the murder <laughs> comedian. I don't know. Here's why. And I'll be like, where what's going on? <laughs> I'm picking Fifi Dosh. Fifi Dosh. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't know who Fifi likes anymore, who she doesn't like. I don't know what's going on with her. A lot of changes have been happening. Do you think she did it more than Argus did? So, I, for example, like Joe, I could never see killing someone. Fifi, okay. I don't know Fifi yet. I've never met Fifi yet. I don't have much working knowledge of her either, so... So Fifi is mysterious to me. Could be a mystery person. Okay. Right now, Fifi is a, a mystery person yeah. to me. And I'm hoping she's a sweetheart. I'm I not going to say this person did it, but I'm going to say that Mike Black knows who did it. He's a good investigator. Yeah. Mike Black just has the. Mike Black is the guy that you meet on the park bench. He has a lot of clues. One, he, his only scene in the movie is sitting on that park bench, reading a newspaper. You sit down next to him. He gives you five things to go chase after. I feel like he would know how to do a saliva test. <laughs> I don't know why. I get the vibe that he, if I was like, hey, do you happen to know how to do a DNA test with the saliva mm -hmm. sample? He's like, I do, actually. Yeah, he just pulls out a kit from his yeah, pocket. Yeah, yeah, he has a saliva kit. <laughs> so I could see that. Too bad he's white, or maybe we could get him a role on a TV show. Well, I mean, look, the, the good thing about what we just went through is that we're a pro-vaxxer and an anti-vaxxer, and we can at least agree that neither one of us is the primary suspect in a murder. Yeah, it's nice. It feels good to know that I'm not a murderer. That's what you call brotherhood. That way, it's I get away with it more. Yeah, yeah. Even though you are out there freely murdering a bunch of people, I do. Listen, I will say this: I also have the resume to be a killer at the comedy store. I should be one of the prime suspects. Why? Because um, you're not. Because you're not allowed up there right now. There's that. I also am a proud gun owner. Okay. I own many, many guns. Really? Yeah. I and knives. I love weapons. Okay. Knives I never understood the appeal. Guns I get. What don't you understand? They're just so They're sharp. Fun. Yeah. 
It's it's scary. It's dangerous. Yeah. 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 If I'm re if somebody breaks into my house at night and I'm re like I know like I, I'm sure you have like that cool like oak box that you open up where the gun is. I have a gun just hanging right above my bed. That is awesome. Yeah. On a wall or on just wall. like on a string? On a wall. Okay. That'd be even cooler on yeah, a string. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it would just, it be cool? It'd be literally right there. Yeah, like like instead of a chandelier, yeah. I just have a gun that I could kind of spin around. And, are you like Jason Sayth in every movie where you have guns hidden in every room in your house? That's where the knives come in. When I have a bigger budget, I'll, I'll upgrade the knives to more guns. Okay. But All guns right. are expensive. All right. You can get cheap knives. It's kind of like you're at the county fair, and yeah. if you win 10 knives, you get to turn them in for one gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have, I have Velcro under surfaces. Like, reach under this desk right now, mm -hmm. and you'll feel a knife. Right okay. Here. Sure. I, won't, but I should put them in. Horrifies me. Knives, <laughs> knives scare the crap out of me. I should do that just as a as a bit for the next episode. Have knives Velcro and say reach under. And I guess pops out a knife. That'd be fun. Yeah, but it's not a knife. It's like a dildo or something. And then you, you <laughs> caught them holding something that they didn't. Yeah. Yes, that's a better idea. Yeah. Good yes and. That'd be a do good you, bit. Th this is going to be fun for the. I'm really just more excited about the next episode than I am my own show. Is. We could, you could, you could prop it somewhere in here. Just make every guest, make it a running bit. Make every guest guess which seat has the knife right under it. Right, and every time it's the dildo. Because yeah. <laughs> most people don't watch the other episodes. Yeah. So I could get people in. Most people don't do the research. And fun fact, I have a bunch of dildos too. I have a bunch Good of knives you. and dildos because uh, shout out to Balesa, mm -hmm. they sent over a bunch of sex toys to the studio. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Good. So. I have a box of dildos, yeah. and, and I and I have so many dildos. In fact, where I'm like, what am I going to do with all these dildos? Now we, we now we know what to do. Out. Yeah, and then after they find it, I go, you get to keep it. It's yours. Oh, that's nice. Bring a, a home party to your gift. Wife. Bring it home to your wife, <laughs> or or husband or whoever. Go to town. Yeah, you get a little little treat. Are you big in the uh, using the sex toys in the relationship, or is it all her decision? Her decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd I'd say, hey, if you want to use a vibrator. Go for, yeah, yeah, bring it out. I want I want to satisfy them, and sometimes I'm not enough to do it. I think it, you, you. This goes back to the goody two shoes thing, but I think that I am I am such that to a degree that I just want them to feel happy in the bedroom. Yeah, me too. Because like I'm just I'm I'm already happy. I promise I'm already happy being there. I'm way happier if if I know that they orgasm. And I maybe can't be happy until they do. Until I know, or in, until they lie about what it. What percentage of women do you think you make orgasm? Oh boy, I mean, I've never had anyone outright because you're probably what had sex with several hundred women, <sighs> or do you think you're conservative a conservative estimate? Um, no, I've had I have not had sex with I, my numbers very low. What do you think? Three hundred? Goody two shoes. Let's say a hundred. A hundred? That's not low at all. I, I didn't say that's the answer. Yeah, I said let's say, say a hundred. <laughs> so I, I can family feud this. We uh, pulled a okay. hundred women. How many do of them orgasm? It, I mean, I have, in my head, I have a list. You have a mental list. Okay, so it's low enough to we have a mental list. I can remember everyone that I slept with. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. Can great. You can't? Um, I have a list. That you write down? Yeah. Next to the guns? <laughs> Separate. <laughs> Do you have to go through the guns? It's a digital list. To write it down? And I don't write their full names in case it was ever leaked to protect privacy. I just have a first name. Okay. How I met them. And if I made them orgasm or not. Okay. And so what's it's like a little baseball card? Yeah. Say so one day maybe I'll make a coffee table book out of it or something. <laughs> Throws left, bats right. Yeah. Uh, my percentage is 
less than 50 for sure. Okay. Because they've yeah. told you or just because you have a suspicion? I know. And on, I know a lot of girls are going, you don't know, we fake it. I can tell. And, and by the way, my numbers are low. So mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm not saying if it'd be one thing if I was saying I've made ninety percent of women come yeah. and then people are like, uh, oh, you don't know, they're faking it. I'm not saying I do that. I know when I do it. It's one of the, the, the real hang ups and the limitations of technology is that because like if I'm courting a young lady and like I want to start dating, which again, not in that headspace at all right now, but it's like you never really know what the score is. And I'm such a sports fan, I love having a scoreboard for everything. So mm-hmm. I would want to know what the score is. It could be whatever sport you want, it could be golf, it could be football. I just want to know what the score is, how close I am, how much time I have left. And I would love the same thing for orgasms. Is I would love so there to be a scoreboard. something maybe that straps to their wrist the, with like a little readout. Yeah, gives me says, a little. She's at seventy. You're seventy percent there. Tell me how close I am. I in the yeah. red zone? That, but then you you'd kind of lose focus on her because you'd be paying too much attention to this little screen. Well, I'd be thinking sports stats. That I think that technology will be good once it could pop up in your brain. Yeah, Mark Ellis once gets in the red micro, zone. Once they have chips. Historically, once he gets in the red zone, he's usually kicking field goals. And here's the other thing. So I don't know about you, but when I'm having sex with a woman, uh-huh. specifically a woman, this doesn't doesn't have apply the same when you're having when I'm having sex, sex with, with men. Yeah. But when I'm having sex with a woman, mm-hmm. and she says, "I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come." Right. Guess what happens? I come. Yeah. You don't want to say that to me. Yeah. Turns me on too much. That's the, those are the magic words. And if I'm not I gonna say a, it right now, just for fear that we might have to take a break. Remember, it's only with women. Oh right. So you could say. Okay. Uh, so what's if the I men had, trigger word? The men trigger Call me word pussy. is just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my truck. <laughs> <laughs> what? Those, that's the gay man that pops in your head as a truck driver. It's usually a trucker. Yeah. As a trucker. In my uh, experience. Uh, Interesting. Um, so if I had, I'm scared that if I had this readout uh-huh. that says I'm about to make a girl come, because mm-hmm. it'd be like you're 90% there, I'd be like, sorry. That's the trick. That's the discipline. Yeah, you'd have to master it. Nobody walks out of their first martial arts class with a black belt. You know? Here's it's what gonna I be would a brave do. new world. If I had, if this technology existed, mm-hmm. which it should, and now that you say this, I'm like, someone, some scientist could make this that, you know, has some reader in their vagina that tells you how right. on their i guess you'd attach it to their clit maybe i i mean again is this podcast getting too sexual we already admitted neither one of us has this background in science that's we true. can't even agree on whether to put a needle in our arm ari right let alone the clitoris. i'm not okaying i'm not <laughs> green lighting this clit be op- i'm not saying it should be mandatory for women to get the clitoris yeah. tracker but that's what i'm already thinking about what is, should, is that the name is the, the, backlash. Cl- the clit tracker well, the back there wouldn't be backlash because optional. Make it social media though, like, like clitogram, something Clitter-gram. like that. Clitogram, yeah, yeah. yeah that's because then you can post your. It's like a Fitbit. You can post your results online. Orgasmatron. Yeah. Orgasmatron. Yeah. That's kind of good. Orgasmatron. Yeah. What's what's your favorite name for a female? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? What's your favorite name for a female? Um, I don't know. Sarah. Sarah's, Sarah's a good one. Sarah. Okay, so Sarah ghosted me recently. There's a girl named Sarah. Well, then let's say Sarah's back in your uh-huh. life, and let's say that she is on Clitogram, and she posts that, and it says, Ari made me come in, I don't know, 11 minutes. I'd say keep You that. would walk around no, I, I'd with want your that chest pri- out. No, I keep it private. I know I just revealed a lot on my podcast, but in real life, I keep it private. I don't walk around saying... Sorry, make- pal, it ain't your choice. <laughs> I know. It's her choice. That's true. Yeah. So it's you're her saying clitoris. There's some privacy that's giving issues the here. Yeah. If these things are connected to the internet, there yeah. could be some privacy issues. <laughs> it's a very awkward conversation to have, though. Before you sleep with Sarah, 
And I have those awkward conversations. Before I sleep with anybody, I'm like, hey, I don't want kids, and uh, I'm not sure if I want to date anybody right now. You Knowing do. that information, if you still want to sleep with me, great. So for you... You sound like you're just not that horny of a guy, maybe. No, probably not. Lucky. Yeah. So lucky. Yeah, I, I don't have that, uh, that thing. I'm 41, but I don't feel less energetic than I used to be. That's great. I don't think I really What's ever had... Drinking a lot of water. Much of a sex drive. What keeps your energy levels high? I'm not saying they're high. I'm just saying it hasn't well, gotten lower. Yeah, what's keep, kept them the same? I don't know. I drink a lot of. I do drink a lot of water. That could be. I it. enjoy water. I enjoy carrots. See, I'm I'm so sexually I eat meat uh, frustrated all the time that it makes my energy levels lower because I masturbate too much. College would probably be my masturbational prime, and you would think based on my college history that I was masturbating all the time because I think I had the Wake Forest University record for most roommates who bailed. Because every one of my roommates, why? I think I had four roommates that moved in, and then somewhere during the semester, they either got in a frat or they just quit school. I, again, I'm a very, I think I'm a nice person. Yeah, so I don't know what, what like it is about issue me. Wasn't with you? Yeah, I wasn't like, bad like luck. plugging it, looking at in them high when school. I went through two different roommates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one because of, of your masturbation habit. <laughs> yeah, I came all over them while they were sleeping, and they're like, I've had enough. <laughs> Uh, it's a risk. One of them dropped But if out. it pays off, you're friends for life. <laughs> We're more than friends for life. One of them dropped out. One of them hated our... Uh, I went to a military high school and hated mm -hmm. our troop commander and had to switch troops. So neither of them were with me. Were my issues okay. either. All right. Yeah. I'll tell you how little I masturbate now. I'm in the running again. And this is very exciting to say. Because I don't care who you are. The, the best cum you'll ever have in your life is a wet dream. Is waking up from a wedding. I've dream. never had one. It is awesome. I bet. I haven't had it in like fifteen years. But I think oh, I'm okay. I think I'm in contention again. Wow. Because I, I won't I just won't do it that often. Yeah. And so eventually, which is what and I you always, just don't have the desire to do it. No, nah, I mean sometimes I do, and I'll do it. I live alone with the dog sometimes. Yeah. So I, I have the availability. And does the dog ever help out or no? Not recently, no. Do you make them leave the room or <laughs> do you <laughs> she's having trouble they, with her paw right do you, now? Be honest. Have you would you make the dog leave the room, or the no. dog cool being at the, the foot no, of the bed? Dog's fine. Yeah, yeah. Dogs see me have sex. The nice. dog knows all the secrets. Get the dog on the podcast. <laughs> the dog has the juicy yeah, deeds. Yeah, yeah. Get the dog on here. We went in a long tangent here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I don't even really know no, what the podcast the is part, supposed to be about. But I remember I remember where the tangent started. Okay. It was you. Clitogram. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was way before Clitogram. It was military. You're. Yeah, you're back in, in the Carolinas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and was it the Carolinas? It was North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, why those states ever broke up, no one knows. No one knows that. I think I have the answer. There's history about it, but no one knows if it's real. It might it's, involve a flag. Yeah, no one knows why they broke up, but they did. Yeah. And you're from the north part. I'm from the, yeah. Asheville. Winston-Salem. Close, though. But Asheville's also in North Carolina. Yeah, Asheville's. Yeah, that's like the lib liberal part. Is it? North Carolina. Asheville is Asheville's like free. hipster. Asheville's the hipster? Is Asheville the Silver Lake of North Carolina? Yes. Wow. Okay. You know that? No. Have you been there? I maybe driven through once. Oh, it's nice. But there's a good comedy club there too. Okay. Or not club, like a little theater. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, Let's get go. the needle on your arm. Let's go. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I, I I'm vaccinated. I know earlier I said I wasn't, but I want you want, you want wanna, anyone watching this to know that I am vaccinated. You want to do the gig? Yeah. Okay. I'm vaccinated. Right. Yeah. Uh, the comedy store, for you watching, I'm vaccinated. 
<laughs> Peter, I'm vaccinated. I am. Who's a regular? I, I like of my the show. audience to think that I'm not because it's kind of what they like. But it's controversial. But I am. It's rebellious. I had, I had the Johnson. Yeah. I'm Moderna. Yeah. I one of them. I don't remember which one. I went Moderna. Yeah. Smart. The, the worst small talk of all time. <laughs> yeah. So which one you get? Got invented the last yeah. year. Which. Yeah, which is the worst small talk question? This weather is crazy, huh? I'll, or, give me weather all day. Or over which, which one did you get? Pfizer, Moderna. Like it's a. And then if someone says Johnson Johnson, they go, "Ooh, yeah, right, Ooh. right, right." Hey, the one and done guy. Uh, like, it's the war. What are you possibly? Is there going to be insight that follows maybe that's this? why I I am an anti-vaxer. It's more fun when that because that small talk comes up constantly. It's so much more fun for me to go. I'm an anti-vaxer. That is the best reason to not get it. It genuinely might be subconsciously my reason. Yeah. You uh, just want to avoid that conversation or spice it up. And when it comes up, yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. you sure you want to talk about this with me? Because <laughs> you might not like where it goes. You want to bring up shitty small talk with me, you're in for a treat. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're really going to be upset you didn't take the weather door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're from uh, the Carolinas. Your dad was in the Air Force. Yeah. Toughest military branch, according to you guys. And I mean, way it tougher does than the points. Marines. And then uh, let's see those jar heads. I don't remember where we were going. Why? Where were we? we going? I, I did like six or seven open mics oh, around yeah, the southeast, and then, and then you moved to LA. all over. And then I was like, "That's enough." Yeah. And it was the decision that every comic faces: where do I move to New York, or, or do I move to LA? And I had a friend who was living out here already, and I could sleep on his couch, and I did so for about three, four months. Mm-hmm. We just broken up with our girlfriends, coincidentally, and the rest is history. His place was right off Sunset. Uh, a couple blocks from the, possibly the studio we're taping at. I don't know how many creepy fans you have. Oh, no, that's fine. And yeah. so I could walk to the Laugh Factory, and I could walk to the comedy store and go do the uh, the open mics and stuff. Perfect. So that's yeah. how it all started. I have basically the same story. My, yeah. I wa- it was like L.A. and New York. My aunt lives in L.A., so I stayed on her couch for mm-hmm. – I stayed in her garage, actually, for like six months. That's cool. And Aunt's garage is yeah, much better than friend's in, couch. Uh, it has advantages and disadvantages. Well, it sounds cooler. Sounds cool. Practicality, I want to be indoors, not like kind of sort of garage It was insulated, indoors. so I made it sound worse than it is. It was like okay. a fin... Uh, Keep making it sound that bad, though. Yeah, Again. no, it, it was a fairly decent garage, but... If you open with rock climbing, and then you hit them... And I lived in with, the garage well, for six months. I lived in my months, aunt's garage And now for I'm six rich. Months. Yeah. Now I'm filthy rich. Yeah. Uh, no, so I lived there, and then she... I was overstaying my welcome a little bit. And you could tell? I could tell. I think neither of us expected. In my head, I was going to be a successful comedian after a month and not need to live there. And in her head, I was going to be a waiter after a month. Okay. And then neither thing happened. Mm-hmm. So it took me six months to get off my feet. But she never verbalized that you need to get out. She never once said to me, It was you a need little bit leave. like the orgasm conversation. You I just kind of felt each other's rhythm. Felt each other's rhythm. Here's something that happened. So she is a, uh, a cheap Jew. Okay. And I think she would admit to this. All right. To being that person. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was this cold garage, right, in the winter. And I bought the, one of those little space heaters on yeah. Amazon to keep myself warm at night. And she was the type that was like, hey, if you need to be warm, I have extra blankets. You could use four different comforters. You don't need to use the heater because the heater uses a lot of electricity. And I'm like... The electricity argument. Yeah. And I'm like, she wanted you out. And in my head, I'm like, it was a little space heater. I don't know how much those electricity things those use, but it how can't many be BTUs that much. They, yeah. 
it was like uh yeah like a 1500 btu yeah heater so i was like this isn't working she's out there with the amperator like let me see how yeah, many things amperes. like that or you know saying like it was a garage that no one went into and i usually make my bed but sometimes i didn't make my bed and she'd be like hey can you make your bed yeah it's a no no leave and i'm like and of course that is her house i'd say yes ma'am of course you ever bring a lady back there uh she not uh as far as she knows mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> no she doesn't listen to this yeah i brought one or two okay yeah when she was out of town yeah but your yeah. primary that was another reason yeah yeah but you're still it, masturbating it was a not lot. yeah still masturbating a lot but yeah you can't really bring a girl back to no the ant's garage it's hard i, I, I mean think you, you could can. you could but yeah. and i did a couple times but it's not why not i bring her in and introduce her to the ant it's just not... You want a girlfriend, Ari. You're not I looking do. for a one-night stand. No, but They're going to have to meet these people but eventually. I'm a big cuddler. So am I. And it's not the most attractive thing to say to a lady, hey, you want to come with me to the aunt's garage? Like they, they like a guy who has an apartment. Oh, so you think that place. they think that, oh, just come to this garage and I'll have sex with you on this even weird if they mattress. Don't, even if it's just cuddling. I didn't. It was a tiny bed. Mm -hmm. It was in my aunt's garage. Twin bed. Not, yeah, it was a twin yeah. size bed. It's not the most attractive quality of man where she's like, oh, so who are your roommates? And you're like, I live in my aunt's garage. Yeah. That's not when you're trying to find a girlfriend. I mean, hey, weeds out. They got a lot at the end of the day. If she likes you through that, she really likes They're you. They're supposed which is to cool. like you for you, ideally. Yeah, yeah. So that is true. But on the other hand, it's nicer, you know. Now they're like, "Oh, who do you live with?" And I'm like, "I live by myself." I once bought a twin a bed by apartment. myself. Yeah, you did on accident. Yeah, went to Bed Bath Beyond, and they said, "What kind of bed?" They're like, "What size do you?" I was gonna get a sleep number, and and I was like, "Yeah, I, I, I like I don't want the biggest one." And they're like, "Well, do you want a twin?" And I'm like, "And I'm in my head, I'm thinking twin is like double." You just didn't know. You knew nothing about beds. You're like, "Twin sounds good." Yeah, twin is yeah. two, so yeah. it's like one two. So <laughs> twins could sleep. Literally, that was my thought process. And then the bed shows up, and I'm like, "Oh God, this is bad." And I was like, I don't know, 28. Oh yeah, so you were an adult. I was in. I was a fully functioning adult. Yeah. So did With, you return it, or you kept? Or were you kept like, it for a long time? Oh, so you never got your money back for that? You did buy a twin size bed. I did buy a twin size bed, and then eventually you're like. Here's I the genius behind it. I then moved into a studio apartment, and a studio apartment, a just the one room, nice. yeah. the twin bed was tiny enough it could fit in the closet. So you think convincing so you, you a young lady... you rented out the uh, closet? No, I slept in the closet. Who slept in the other? Nobody. Oh, you made the closet your bedroom. The closet was the bedroom. That sounds strange. So it's tough to bring a lady back to your aunt's garage... At least you had your own apartment, though. It's an even bigger hurdle once you get them but back to that apartment. Is, and would, you like to, would you care to go in the closet? Cuddling in a twin-size bed is... Like, I like cuddling. I like mm -hmm. being wrapped up with a lady. Yeah. But when I'm about to fall asleep, I roll over. Yeah, me too. And you can't do that in, in yeah. a closet in a twin-size bed. We would be... Man, if, one, if we could just get rid of this Neanderthal notion that you and I shouldn't be together. Yeah, if you would just... We cuddle... Mm -hmm. But I like that you said that at the end because the misconception. But you about, wouldn't put out enough for me. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. No, so. you'd be probably running around on. Yeah, me. I'd be like, "Let's round two and with you'd other be like, boys. Round two, maybe yeah. in a week, and I'd be like, "What? Look, at this point, I don't really care if you cheat. I don't. That's nice. Make sure they are vaxxed. Do you say but, that to girls? <laughs> just when you're I, dating your last relationship, where you're like, "Listen, I don't. I'm not that horny of a guy. It's so not my you need, If you need a you need to get it out. I understand. There's other guys that'll just give you what you want. Just make sure I can want. hang with them. 
Just make sure they so, they have skills. There's nothing wrong with this. I think it'd be cool if or you, we if have you, common if interests. If you admit to this, this would be unique quality. Look, if I get home late, from, are you a, are you a cuck? There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't think I'm, not, I'm a cuck. I'm not saying it in a mean way. I don't believe I'm a cuck. Would you like to watch your significant other have sex with another man? No, 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 no. I don't want to be involved in it. Got it. No, but you might a, be open to an open relationship type of thing. Because I'm lazy. Yeah. Not because I have the desire to see that's, my girlfriend get cool. railed by somebody else. I want nothing mm -hmm. to do with it. You don't want to hear about it even. I'm just saying if if keep I'm keep it go do it, but keep it to yourself. Yeah, and keep it down. <laughs> I'm trying to watch sports. Well, we just don't do it here. In the other room. Maybe do it at their place. Yeah, maybe do it at their place. Yeah. Well, no, because I still want to know. <laughs> you want to know what's happening? I, I want to know how good it is. Oh, that's good. I want to know how much. No, I want to know how much better they are. It's that, a competitive thing. That's not your cuck. No, I'm, I'm not saying I'm listening. Some cucks are mad about it. Some cucks <laughs> like to watch it, but as they're watching it, it pisses them off. But they still like it. I don't think my emotions range like that. I don't think I get too high or low with anything. It's cool. I don't think I care enough to be a I cuck. Don't, I guarantee you've never talked about that being a cuck on another podcast or discovered that you were a cuck until now. I this didn't is discover a I was This a is a breakthrough we just had. We did not have a breakthrough. No. Mark Ellis is not comedian. A cuck. Cuck. No. No, that's. No? A, a, a cuck median? <laughs> no. Cuckedian. No. I don't. And, and we found out I'm not a cuck because I don't care enough to be. It's a big responsibility. Being one? Yeah. Is it? It's way too much work for me. Yeah. Because I mean, A, yeah. you have to have a girlfriend and already. You have to be down with that. And, and then you have to find that. another guy who's down with yeah, that. Yeah, it wouldn't be that hard. Yeah, you got to be out recruiting people. Wouldn't be that hard. I might say, hey, Ari, you want to you get in on this? And it depends on who your girlfriend was. Yeah, knowing what a horse you are in the bedroom, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, knowing that I'm less than fifty percent. <laughs> hey, you'd, you'd, you're competitive. I'd be perfect for your. Maybe you would be perfect. Yeah, yeah you'd be like. I She's like, look, Ari tries a lot. <laughs> I do but, try. Yeah. The problem with me is, uh, I leave girls wanting more. I'm a five minute man. Okay. So I don't think that I'm bad in bed. I just. It just. It, you're you're like a ride at Universal. I also hate condoms. If I wear condoms, then I could perform. I can see really that. well. Yeah. Yeah, similar to masks. Condoms are like a mask. Yeah, you don't like They're anything. not the end of the world. It's just a condom. It's just a mask, just a little thing over it. You don't like but wearing any don't, apparatus that I don't prevents wear evil from getting out of your body. This is a real thing. I have a seatbelt extender in my car because I hate that beeping noise and I hate the restriction feeling of the seatbelt around me. I don't wear seatbelts. You do not wear a seatbelt when you drive? Mm, no. You are, you are a rare breed in 2021 simply because people... Just it, they hate the beep. They, well, I got a seatbelt extender. They hate so I, the beep. I have a fake seatbelt that goes in my seatbelt, so the beeping there's no beeping in my car. W where do you get that? Amazon. What sort of black market site. It's called Amazon. So it's called a seatbelt extender, mm -hmm. and they're advertised for fat people who can't. It doesn't reach. Oh, they need okay. the extender, but no one buys. A very. I imagine the vast majority of the market. Is people like me? <laughs> I was gonna say, do you have like a like? Because everybody needs to show proof of being vaccinated. Like, do you oh, yeah, show proof obese. of being fat? <laughs> <That'd> be <funny. laughs> like, we need your fat. Card. I want to start the first seatbelt extender company that only sells to actual obese people. You need to send a picture of your fat ass if you want. <laughs> Holding yeah. today's newspaper so we know it's it's current. That's a good idea. Okay. that's You could have a niche in that market, in that already niche market. Yeah. You could have a niche on a niche. Yeah. Probably meet a lot of people my girlfriend would like. Is there anything in your life that I could help you with, give you advice on? Are there any issues? It sounds like you said you have the chillest life. I do, yeah. It's probably a horrible idea to have me on because I, I really don't have anything that... 
but, in, and, but no one's life is perfect. Unless you're one of these people that that says, "Well, no, Mark. I mean, you're you're not getting any younger. You do need to settle down with someone." Oh yeah, I mean, well, it depends. I you seem like the type of guy that does eventually want to settle down. Possibly. I don't see you. Like I see you want you'd be a good dad. I'd be a great dad, but yeah. I never want to have kids. Oh really? Oh never. maybe yeah, maybe just be a bachelor. You're like um, that's why I wear condoms. Mm, I just master the pullout game. No, it's it's going back to the seatbelt analogy. The restriction for you is worse than the beeping. Well, you figure out a way to circumvent it, but like for me, the beeping is the kids, and the seatbelt is the condom. And I'm like, do I love the feeling of a condom? Not necessarily, but it's a lot better than the beeping, which in this metaphor is children. Yeah. Procreating. Having I don't something want kids. to look after. I don't want kids either, but yeah, you're too young to, to make that determination. 31 is too young? Yeah. I feel like 31 is the time you at least need to have an idea. I know a lot of people who, who were in their early 31? 30s who said, no way, not me. And then they had a? Within months. It's true. You know what? Within weeks. I'll t- I take it back. If I maybe met the right person and we loved each other and we were in a, a committed relationship and, you know, I started doing better financially and I kind of, I checked all my other boxes, maybe I would want to have kids. See, maybe, maybe things would change. But as of right now, I don't want to have okay. kids. Okay. I think people thought that that's who I was as well because I would always say that, but they know what a puppy dog sweetheart I am. And so they're like, well, you meet the right girl. She's going to talk you into it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 she's not. See, no, she's not. I, I'm kind of, I guess you could say, a little whipped. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to get married either. Right. But I, she could talk you into it. But yeah, if I, but I do want to find a life partner. And if my life partner in marriage was super important mm-hmm. to her, and she's like, listen, I want to have a wedding. I don't even want to have a wedding. No. But, but if she was like, listen, it's very important to me that you buy me a ring, and we get married, and I have a wedding, and I really loved her, then I would do it to make her happy. I have never cheated on anyone. And... I feel like I have good credibility in that department, but I also feel like the wedding decision is completely up to her. Yeah. Because it's her day. I don't want to get married. But, but for I, some people, it's both of their days. Yeah. But for me, yeah, it would be her day. Yeah, I don't care. I, I do yeah. not care. Yeah. You I pick at whatever you do want. I not care. It's all you. If you want to go big, you can. Hey, her parents are paying for yeah. it if you're going to, according to tradition. And I'll give you this luxury. If she says she wants at least 250 people there... I will put your name in for consideration for the guest list. So that's when I make the cut at two fifty. Did, did I say you made the cut at two fifty? You said I said oh, consideration. consideration. So at two fifty, you're probably I getting your cut at two fifty. Unless she has people she'd rather have. You're like, listen, I'd invite him, but we don't need to invite him if you have someone else you'd yeah. rather invite. Yeah, you would. I don't know that you would make the final roster. I don't get invited to a lot of weddings. I don't. I I feel like I have a lot of friends, but I only have a tight group of close friends. Like, I have a lot of friends I'm friendly with, but I don't have a lot of friends where I'm like, hey, what are you up to today? You want to hang out? That's a close friend? Yeah, a close friend is yeah. someone who I'd call, hey, you want to get dinner? Right. You, you want to watch TV? You want to watch the game? Right. That would be a close friend to okay. me. But I have a lot of friends, so I'd be like, oh, yeah, Mark, he's, yeah, he's, I'm a friend of Mark's. Like, if someone said to me, you know Mark? I'd be like, oh, yeah, he's a buddy of mine. Right. But we've never... As long as I okay. We've never hung out. <laughs> no, as long I, as I authorize it. I'd say, oh, yeah, Mark, yeah, he could vouch for me. Ask him if I'm funny. He'll, he'll say I'm funny. <laughs> Mark knows I'm vaxxed. Come yeah, on. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was a joke. Yeah, Mark will... Yeah, I feel like all of my friends... I feel like I have a, 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 a ton of friends, but I feel like they're all on the same level. I've never been a guy to nominate my best friend. I can't stand that You'd term. have to choose a best man at this wedding you don't I want. Do, I, I have a brother. 
Uh, you'd have to I've, have, I've, I've one groomsman. I have one younger brother. He's the best man. Okay, what about the groomsman? I literally pick him out of a hat. But you can't. You got to pick him. Why can't I? You would. You would it's not pick him out of a hat. I would tell. I it, actually here's in, in practicality. Here is the conversation that I think more couples need to have. It's her day, right? Mm-hmm. It's her big day. Yeah. I don't really care about being here other than I love you and I want to make you happy, so right. I'll show up. It's her big day. You name the groomsman because I'm not having that argument where... You, is that an argument? Where she a girl will go, I don't like him. He can't be your groomsman. Yeah. Really? I didn't even realize that was an argument. I, I would assume it is. So you name the groomsman. So and that then, means you'd have to have close enough friends to where you're wife really liked these friends if my wife was was hardcore ari needs to be at the wedding you're in the wedding yeah and i'd regret putting your name in initially i can't wait uh (laughs) till you have a serious girlfriend i'll make real good friends with her okay wait every time she's based on our previous conversation take caution in your tone how interesting would that be if yeah would you so you already you basically hinted at you'd be okay if she hooked up with someone on the side so, so would you be that okay was more if she of a invited hypothesis. them? So in this hypothesis, you have a serious girlfriend. She hooks up with a guy on the side. You're cool uh-huh. with it. It's all good. Maybe even you do too, whatever. It's an open thing. She's like, hey, is it cool if I invite him to the wedding? I mean, if you're, if you're sleeping with her. No, you know what? Actually, no. I don't no, want I you don't. at the wedding. If I'm sleeping with her. Yeah, only yeah. because that's going to get out at the reception. Everybody has a couple cocktails. We're if, probably going to give her a, a What a if she promised, she goes, hey, he's just a friend at the wedding. We'll I don't, come out. It's not her I don't trust. I'm getting married to her. Oh, it's me. Yeah. What if, what if you knew the guy wasn't me and he was a silent guy? No. 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 Fair no because, because then they'd be like, why is that guy at the wedding? <laughs> he's a friend. <laughs> oh, I'm friends with the uh, bride. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. Do you, how do you know her? Oh, we're friends. We, why, we we, why, why were you a bridesmaid <laughs> and not the groomsman? <laughs> why were you the maid of honor? I ran the uh, the bachelorette party. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> what would, you, would you want a crazy bachelor party? No. I don't even want I, I don't. I don't do birthday parties. You don't have, when's the last time you had a birthday party? I mean. How old are you? 41. 41. Yeah, I don't like doing anything on my birthday. And it's not like I'm against the day or like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to know I'm aging. I yeah. embrace the process of getting older. I just feel like there's so much more pressure on your birthday. I love going to birthday parties. Like, I love going to other people's weddings. I just don't want to have one myself. Because when it's your own birthday... So you your 40th birthday, not, you didn't go out to dinner, nothing. Nope. Not You didn't, nope. cook, you didn't buy yourself a nice meal? I, like, it's my I, birthday. I stayed, in a, I stayed in a hotel. Oh, that's nice. That... Um, on the beach. Oh, so you treat yourself to a birthday, just yeah. not a party. Yeah, I can do what I want, but yeah. it's not. So a, you you make yourself a special day. A nobody's little Nobody's invited, but yeah. that was because I turned forty and I had a lot of pressure from everybody telling me I needed to do something. So I'm like, so well, I'll just do something for me. This past one, July seventh, twenty twenty. No one did a birthday this year. Or very Literally few nothing. People. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's nice. That's nice. I'm the same way with birthdays overall. I've had a few parties over the years. Because you got to stay the whole time. If it's your birthday, you got to stay the whole time. My best birthday party ever is we rented a Hummer limo, and we, me and a few friends from my apartment, went to CC's Pizza in Corona, in the Hummer limo. That's pretty. That's it was pretty one badass. of the best birthdays I've ever had. Yeah. There was a little too much traffic, so the ride to and from CC's was probably 20 minutes too long each way. Booze in the car. Picky. Uh, I'm not a big drinker, but there was booze in the car. Okay. Maybe yeah. I have to pee. That's the issue. 
they held it. There was one person that did have to pee. That's why a party I bus is what I'd recommend over a party Hummer. Because of the, the party bus has the facility. Well, here's here was the issue. On a good day, you can get to Corona in 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but on a bad day, this this took like double an hour and ten each way. Yeah, yeah. Now we want. So it was just a little bit. And and I thought the Hummer limo was gonna be a little nicer. It was like an old, outdated, janky. Aren't all Hummer limos now outdated? Good point. Are they I didn't still think about in it. production? Yeah, they don't make Hummers anymore. But I, I thought no. it'd be more maintained. I don't know what I thought. But there was like the ceiling was falling off, and certain, but it made it funnier. I actually liked it at the end. Yeah, because it was like this is a piece of shit Hummer that I didn't know. But yeah, it was I wonder if Hummer. they assigned you the Hummer based on where your destination was. <laughs> so if they're like, hey, he's taking a Hummer to Morton Steakhouse, <laughs> they're gonna give you like one of the top of the line ones. But uh-huh. like, he's going to CC's Pizza. Just give him, give him the rig. It could be. If uh, yeah, it's they just gave you this Fury Road Hummer. My next birthday, big birthday, I want to rent a yacht for the day and I just have like you know. A what do you consider a big birthday? Thirty-five or forty? Maybe thirty-two. Eh, my birthday's a, next month. That's eh, not. A big I don't want to wait till I'm thirty-five for my yacht birthday. Yeah, but it's not a big enough birthday. You can't. I didn't do a big thirty. You can't go from Hummer limo to CC's Pizza. It'll be my thirtieth, and that way I could appear younger to the public. <laughs> So you're going to celebrate. Only I will know the truth. Yeah, I'm going to celebrate. Right. You don't tell anyone you're sleeping with my it's girlfriend. It's my 30th birthday. Yeah, and I'll month. keep the knowledge safe that you're actually 32. That'd be funny. I'm going to have my. Th- I'm gonna, like hold out and tell everyone I'm turning 30 mm-hmm. next month and have a big 30th you bet you, on a I'm, yacht. You're lucky I'm a vault because I like to have my drinks, Ari. We're lucky no one listens to this podcast. It's more like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk around that yacht. Hey, you know he's 32, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. You, if I, well, I'll say this: if it's hey, a this yacht, this guy's thirty-two. If my yacht is big enough to invite fifty people, I'll invite you. I, that means a lot to me. Yeah, you said two fifty. I'm saying oh, yeah, fifty. Yeah, you're. So. I think I'm higher up in your book than you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah, even yeah. if it's just thirty people, I still think you'd be in my top thirty. I think I'm getting consideration. Yeah. Well, maybe if a lot of people. If can't I get make you that it. gig with me in Asheville. Oh, for sure. I'm then top, you're in 10. top ten. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it also it depends on how many people can't make it. Blah blah. A lot of people aren't going to want to go because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of your position on it. Well, I'm remember I'm a. I'm do you vaccinated. have to be? Do you have to be unvaxxed? Do I have to unvax myself to get on the yacht? <laughs> you definitely can't wear a mask. Okay, that's the rule. Okay, but you could be vaccinated. Okay. Um. Okay. Let me. The last question. Yeah. Is there? Any, this has you, been fun. By oh, the way, me, you, do a, you do a great show. I probably brought, brought off the rails. I know you probably like no, more of a I, structure. No, these are the best podcasts yeah. is when there's just chemistry. I just want you to feel tangents. like you got some therapy in for me. I didn't, but that's okay. That's just a one one part of the pod. A lot of episodes okay. don't have therapy in them. Well, we worked on our friendship a little in. bit. Yeah, we were, yeah, we've become close. Coming into friends. this day, when I woke up this morning. You were like, was, oh, I got to do the podcast. If I was getting married, when I woke up this morning, you're not top 500. Right. And look at that. You know 500 people? I know a lot of people. I have like yeah. but again, almost 5,000 Facebook friends, but how many of those people that I meet once? They're all in the same wavelength for me. Every single one. I don't have a best friend. So me, who was, who did, who was in your class of door guys? Um, me, Rick Ingram, PJ Stansberry, Mark Hatchell, Jeff Dennis, Ryan O'Neill. So you're saying me and Rick Ingram are the same level of friend to you? Well, Rick killed a guy. <laughs> Me and Jeff Danis, Danish, Jeff, yeah, Jeff Danish. By the Dan- way, Danis and O'Neill, I'm not rolling them out as suspects in the murder. Would they do it together? <laughs> of course they would do they it do together. together. Yeah, 
They're, and they probably get away with it. Did you see their show they had with Steve Ranazizi? Mm-hmm. The, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Where they door-to-door, what they sell satellite TV? Something, yeah. That was great. Dude, they're so funny. But that was, I know they're funny. I've always thought they were funny. But that was like, should have been a TV show. They are so stupid funny. You know what I'm talking about, right? I, I do have remember. Have they anything better than that? That, that was like incredible to I me. don't know that I've seen content better than that in that the last 10 great. years. That was great. I don't even, I wish I knew what it was called so I could plug it right now. Yeah. Or if it's still even available to watch. Dan is sneaky great with crowd work when he's on stage. And O'Neill's material just has always, always killed me. Yeah, they're good. One night when we were doing Underrated. the open mic, when we were still doing potluck, O'Neill and I, it, it was just like when we were just, it, it, we were like auditioning ad nauseum to get past at the club, mm-hmm. and we were just kind of over it. Mitzi didn't come in that night, so we did a material swap. To, and, and that's when you got passed? That's when we got passed, yeah. <laughs> no, but it was like so That'd hard. so funny. To do that was the actual story. Like yeah. One night I was doing Danish's <laughs> material, and Mitzi happened to be in that night, and I didn't know, and I got passed that night. Yeah. That would be the Best story. Okay. In the if, world. if you really nobody listens to this, then I'm gonna I'll keep that lie. <laughs> Have me on again when the show's popular, and then I'll tell that. We'll tell that story. That's we'll do a truncated be, version. When you tell the story on WTF with Mark Maron, <laughs> you gotta fit that. Just make up that story. It'd be so epic. <laughs> Go down in history. Yeah, and then he's gonna say, "Hey, who do you really like at the comedy store?" I'm gonna say, Ari Manis. Ari Manis. Who, by the, the way, did you know he's got a big thirty coming up soon? <laughs> That's right. Okay, so you've been doing comedy uh, how long? 17 years. 17 years. Yeah. You've, uh, you know, you've probably had a lot of, a lot of women. things happen. Women, yeah, thousands of women. What is your biggest, I want to hear your biggest what if or failure story. Not okay. something, maybe not a regret because you're happy, you're doing fine. Mm-hmm. But maybe at the time it was like, oh man, I fucked that up. Or I wish, I was so close. Um, probably the first time I auditioned for Mitzi because I had a great set and I got off and it was a packed house and it was like the stars were aligning. First time she'd ever seen me. Yeah. And I get off stage and I go shake her hand and she just didn't even want to. She didn't like you. Did not like me at all. And I was like, I literally at that point in my, I'm like, I can't do better than this. Yeah. That was the Probably the best set and it was, of my and life. And you were a door guy, so it's what you wanted so bad. And I had to walk right back to the cover booth because I was working that night. And I had to go right back there, and I had to stare so, and see at her, sometimes laughing at other comics. So how many times did you have to showcase then? I mean, fast? more than a handful. And then it sort of was going through different iterations then because she wasn't always in the best health then. And right. so they sometimes they, they, they'd film it. And I ended up being one of the last people that she passed, or I might have been the first person Tommy passed, or I might have been one of the people Don Barris passed. Don Bar- I didn't even know Don Barris passed people. Don Barris and Rick Ingram both vouched for me at like critical junctures in the oh, showcasing nice. process. Yeah. I showcased uh, me, O'Neill, and Dennis three all times, passed I think. You showcased three times? For Adam. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the first time, I did great, too. Uh-huh. I think I had, in my opinion, one of the standout sets. Right. Uh, so it was like, I, kn- I think I knew it was stand out because, um, I got a text from two staff members of the store the next day. Like, Hey, th- I just want to let you know that was great, but, but you're not passed. Yeah. And then I even got a, I got a La Jolla date. Okay. But I didn't get passed because here, here's what happened. That's a nice silver um, lining. Yeah. It was silver lining. I mean, it wasn't like bummed. I, I kind of, I just wanted to have a good set and yeah. I did that. I think I had, but 
Punky went up that night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about her showcase. No. Like, her, so I think I went up at, like, perfect time in the lineup, too, like, uh, you know, where I was, should have done good, and I did, mm-hmm. and, the show, and it was packed with audience. When she went up, it was towards the end, so it was a little, I think, a little bit of a harder room, and um, she's so beloved that, like, everyone came into the room when she went on. Waitresses, door guys, and she just... It was more of an event. It was an event, and, she, and she also killed. Yeah. And but killed on like another level because it was, it was like a tougher people room. standing in the back. There's more people in the back. They're hearing the laughs. Yeah, it was like if yeah. when you watch her set, when you watch my set, you're like, oh, I could see if you passed him, like he did great. When you watch her set that night, it was like you have you can't not pass her. It was like that was you, destiny. She blew, yeah, that was. Did was Adam crazy. give you any? Did Adam talk to you like face to face? Was he was he like? I mean, uh, it was good. I, I'm not, I've never once to any booker, and this might be to my fault, uh, I've never once gone up to a booker and be like, so what do you think? You know, like I never No, want it's a tricky thing. I, I, I don't ask for spots. I'm yeah. the opposite of aggressive yeah. to the point where I know I need to be a little bit more aggressive than I am, but I've never once said, hey, can I open for you? Can I, hey, you well, know, Well, the I've move is d- like you thank it. them. If it's like a booker or somebody, the move is you thank them for watching, and then you don't, have, it, you're... You can you can linger for a couple seconds if they right. have anything to say to you because that's what you do with Mitzi's. You get off stage. I would thank her, and then if she would look at me, and then and then and and the the word I got that night from Tommy was like, "Wow, well, okay, she she thinks you're cocky," and I was like, uh, I, "I'm supposed to be cocky." I'll I'm be telling honest, jokes. So, so when I have a good set or a bad set, I do the same thing. I run out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to anyone. <laughs> I, I do not want to. I just I'm like have adrenaline from stage, mm-hmm. and I'm just I don't. Yeah, I don't. I heard this story from Barry Katz um, that stuck with me, and I know that it's a one-off thing, and is probably still not the right move, even though it wasn't a scenario. But there's this guy named uh, Stephen Wright. Have you heard of him? Familiar with him? I've heard of him. One-liner comedian, one legend, of the best. one of the best, mm-hmm. right? So there was he. Barry Katz is running a comedy club. And they had the late night bookers, or one of the late night bookers. I forget which one. I think it was for Letterman, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was. I don't think it was Carson. I think it was Letterman. And they came. He put on a showcase for the booker. So and this was, in, I believe, in Boston. So it was all the right. Boston comics going up to potentially maybe get a late night set. And people go up, and there's you know there's people that everyone's doing good. Stephen Wright goes up, apparently murders. And then when he's done, he just went home. Whereas every, all the other comics like stayed to loiter and like yeah. kiss ass of the Booker, yeah. And then he, Stephen Wright gets the call the next day. From that was the always the awkward yeah. thing when everybody was auditioning for Montreal. Is what do you do because Montreal is there sometimes, mm-hmm. and so it's like or the rep or the reps are. So do you do you walk up again? My yeah. My, do you show face or do you not? And I think overall you kind of do. I think I overall think going home is the yeah. wrong move. Like I went to uh, I did this festival in Atlanta, the Laughing Skull. Which it has a lot of yeah. industry at, and I remember because I'm a socially awkward guy. Like I said, mm-hmm. I don't go and kiss ass. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing the people that did, and then I'd watch their sets, and they did fine. But it wasn't like blow up, blowing out the water. But they went further along. In my head, at least, I was like, paid off, kissing ass at the bar. Paid We've off. We've been doing this for close to ninety minutes, and you have yet to formally ask me if you want to come to Asheville with me. <laughs> if if I want to go with you, or if I can go with you, yeah. Which one? 
If you hey, wait, if, if, wait, if I'm taking, are we going together or am I going to open for you at Asheville? You're going to. Do you want to co-headline it? I want. No, I'd rather feature for you. Okay. Yeah, because you're a, you're a local NC boy. The audience is going to be yours. <laughs> uh, I can't. He went yeah, to college here 20 years ago. I want to I want to feature for you, but we do the same amount of time, just so I could stretch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell but. anybody who's featuring for me if you go over, it's okay. Because <laughs> I'll make up the time regardless. If you do less time, I'll make up the time. If you do more time, totally. Like, just want to have a good as show. I do it longer. When you're yeah. young, you're like, I got to do an hour. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm totally happy with doing 45. On those rare times where I headline, yeah. they're like, How much time do you want to do? You you could do as long as you want. I'm like, I'll do 45. There's some comedy yeah. clubs in in Vegas that are just showcasing. So when you're headlining, you do like 15 yeah, you minutes. do 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's like okay. <laughs> hey, you're like works out for me. Yeah. I, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I did not understand that people were like. Oh, I could do as much time as I want. I'll do an hour and a half then. I'm like, okay. No, I left fun. my my pride back in the 2000s. Yeah. Like, I, I just I'm here. The paycheck's the same either way. I entertain an audience. It's also more fun to like go there and do your best shorter set. You know what I mean? When you're stretching for you saying all comics that do an hour, 50 minutes of it is crap. It's like an album to you. I'm saying it's like even, two good songs. Even Bill Burr. Who was arguably the best working comic right now to a lot of to most people, yep. right? Would he's up there? Mm-hmm. He would be on the Mount Rushmore of current comics, I would say. Yes. Even him, who's an incredible comedian, has bets bits that kill harder than other bits. So if he was doing his his strongest, tightest five, he would still have bits that he would pick for that. He wouldn't be like, I'll do any of them. You know Sometimes I mean? comics get to that place, though, where they're uncomfortable doing less than 30 minutes. Sure, sure. But I'm just saying. I'm point, not there. <laughs> my point is, okay, you're, when you're doing, when Bill Burr's doing 30 in an hour, and, yeah. you're, and he, if he wanted to just demolish the room, he would have bits that he would choose to go in his 30. Wouldn't that be great if you were such a big comic that you could show up and just do seven minutes at the end? And they just love seeing you. They just love being in the same How room. How pissed would you be if you paid like $80 to go see Bill Burr and he had his openers do an hour and 20 and he went up and did 10 at the end? Do you know how long the Beatles played for on their first United States tour? How long? 20, 25 minutes was each show. Because they just didn't have the time? Because they're like a pop group. They could have done the time. Uh, the, why'd they choose to do that? Then? That's how you did concerts back then. There was, um, I forget his name, but he won America's Got Talent. He was a magician. Uh-huh. And I was... Uh, in Vegas, opening for Theo at the at the theater at I forget some some big theater, mm-hmm. and he was the Bling Bling show was the show before ours. Right. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna go watch it. Might as well. I'm here in Vegas. I'm gonna go watch the show. His opening magician did more time than he did, but and then I met them in the green room, and the the Bling Bling guy left, and I was like, you were incredible. Like It seemed like you were doing more time. He's like, I did 10 minutes more time because I've been doing this for 20 years, and he won America's Got Talent. He was like a little bit, <laughs> you could tell. And I was like, oh, okay, for sure, yeah. Well, great to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just been toiling forever. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, to him, that was probably yeah. pretty cool. I uh, met somebody who got high on one of those shows. I, it, it wasn't Jeff Dunham, but it was like, it was somebody who was a ventriloquist. <laughs> it's like 10, 12 years ago. And this guy went up before me at the comedy store in La Jolla, mm-hmm. and, and he brought all his props up, and it just didn't go that well. In La Jolla. In La Jolla. Which is a pretty cush room. And, yeah. and so afterwards, so I go up, and I have a good set. Then afterwards, he's at the bar drinking. I'm like, I just, I, I don't want this to come off the wrong way. How do you do it when it's not going well? 
when you loved all those the trunk of <laughs> stuff. It's so much to clean up when you bomb. Nobody cares if you crush and then you got to collect all your things. Yeah. But man, what does it feel like? If I have a bad set, just uh, thank uh, you. Good night. The host and comes what up. What did he say? He, um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he, it was just kind of like an acknowledgement of like, yeah. It's yeah. rough. Yeah, it's that like, is it's rough. Life. Yeah, it like, is rough. I, just, I had to know. I think of the same thing when I see um, people going up with their like their dogs. I'm like, I'm like, if you bomb with your dog, with their it's going to feel worse. No. If you bring your dog up on stage, because there's a few comics that walk around town with their dogs now. I'm sure everyone has the one in their head, but there's several now that do it. Right, but not on yeah. stage. I've seen them bring them up on stage. Like, it's, if it's like, you know, a whatever show and they don't care, they'll just oh, bring them up. Oh, to do like a bit at the end, maybe. Because, like, no, Eliza no, even had if that it's not bit even, with Blanche that was really funny. So, the, even not even yeah. Eliza with the bit, I'm saying sometimes they just have their dog with them. Yeah, I don't know. And they don't yeah. even incorporate it in their set. And I'm like, I get it. You're confident. You love your dog. You're bringing it everywhere. But imagine bombing and then having to walk off stage with a dog. It'd be extra embarrassing. Imagine making the dog. I just wouldn't get, I wouldn't want my dog knowing. She's like, man, <laughs> you really ate shit last night. Then the audience leaves goes, what about the comic with the dog? Yeah. Like, why'd they have the dog? The guy with yeah. the dog? Because yeah. you stand out anyway. Yeah. So It'd be that, like if you went out with a guitar and yeah. you never played it. <laughs> yeah. Or same thing with shorts. Like, I actually, some there's some days where I'm like, I want to do a set in shorts. It's really hot today. But bombing in shorts would sting extra. I used to do a fair amount of sets, sets in shorts. shorts when I yeah. was doing the potluck. Yeah, but that's your home turf. Who cares? Everyone knows you. Yeah, but I don't like imagine it. like going to a show in shorts where you didn't really know anyone. It was a hot crowd, and then you bombed in shorts. I, I have pretty good calves, extra. so yeah. <laughs> maybe that'd be the saving grace. That's yeah. Hey, I bombed, but at least my, you guys got a little. My glimpse. closer is doing twenty calf raises. Good point. Yeah. Now I'll have my assistant Ari bring up my barbell. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you got to do that naturally. You got to carry my barbell around for me. Of course, so. I'll sell your. We shirts, run into girls after barbells. the show. Whatever it takes yeah. to get the gig in Asheville. You're telling them about rock climbing? I need to be in Asheville. <laughs> I'm in the corner doing cap raises. The cool thing about opening for you, it sounds like any girl that's mm -hmm. attractive, yeah. you'd be like, just go with Ari. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go to the room and go to sleep. Uh, you guys go hang out with Ari. <laughs> you get all yeah. my groupie run. -run. <laughs> yeah. You like my, like, yeah, I have a bad set. You have a good set. You're like, listen, I know Ari had a bad set, mm -hmm. but go with him. He's... He's yeah, you're guy. not going home with me. You'd be the best wingman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm great. Sounds awesome. I'm a permanent goose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just dead in the water. <laughs> Maybe on Sunday night, you'd be like, hey, Ari, is it cool if I chill in the closet and listen? But that'd be yeah, that'd be the extent of it. Yeah. So I referenced Goose in Top Gun. You know what year that movie came out? That's in the 80s. 1986. Made the cut because I do love Top Gun. And to prove that it's basically dated... What's coming out in 2022? Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick, which just goes to show my theory holds up. They're like, hey, Top Gun was great. I think it's time we remade it, though, because it's not going to be great in it's 2022. A it's a sequel. It's not a remake. It's a sequel. It's a remake. And I think it comes out later this I year. I think we both know it's a remake. <laughs> don't, you, don't you dare. This is a continuation. It's technically a continuation. It's going to be the exact same movie. No. It's going to be different. Yeah, it's going to be better. Or no, it's not going to be better. It's going to be newer. It's probably going to be worse. Lieutenant Pete Mitchell's at a different place in you his life. You know what? This is going to be a controversial thing I'm going to say, and I was going to end it before saying this. I think, I'm predicting it right now, the new Top Gun is going to be a good movie. Thousand percent co It's going to be good. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. This is why we're friends. 
Tom Cruise doesn't do bad movies. He's great. He's in my top ten actors. Jack Reacher's not great. But Tom Cruise will save it. He's an incredible actor. That's what I thought. Tom Tom Cruise wouldn't do it if the script wasn't good. Jack Reacher Never Go Back was terrible. Wasn't terrible. It and was entertaining, and that's a sequel to a Tom Cruise movie. Tom Cruise doesn't do a lot of sequels other than Mission Impossible. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't great. It was bad. It was entertaining. Top Gun Maverick's going to be amazing, though. It's going to be great. Yeah, we can because, at least agree on that. Yeah. So because Tom Cruise doesn't do things for the money anymore. Right. right. He's doing it because he's like, that'll be fun. That'll yeah. be good. So we all have a little bit of homework yeah, to do. You have top secret to watch, and then we'll go see Top Gun Maverick together once you get mm-hmm. the shot. And then I will. <laughs> You'll do the podcast. Yeah, but gotta get the shot before you watch. You gotta get the shot before we 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 share popcorn. Okay. And then I'll get to work on the the science experiment that eventually is going to make us a billion dollars, which is tracking orgasms. There's a lot of homework here. Hey, we track yeah. orgasms. The mm-hmm. next thing you and I are doing, we're going up into space because that's what SpaceX. We're gonna we're gonna have SpaceX. that kind of money. I'd love that. We're gonna start our own space force. We're gonna start the first black ops space force. It's gonna be like Blackwater. Green Beret space. Yeah, we get yeah. X Space Force to come. Navy SEALs of Space Shoot Force. Aliens. That'd be sweet. Especially, I'm down. <laughs> I wish I wasn't. I still think my one regret. Some people are like, oh, I wish I pursued sports. I still think about, man, if I wasn't 31, hadn't been doing comedy the last 10 years, maybe I could have been in the elite Special Force military. I always wanted to try Navy SEAL buds training, just to see how many minutes I Sounds could hard. last. I think you could have done it. Yeah. You're a tough guy. Let's have you and me. <laughs> just, just you. <laughs> yeah, I wish we were famous enough to where we could go do Bud's training. I know. As like know. a publicity stunt. Uh, One day. Uh, okay, thank you for doing the podcast. Sorry I wasted everybody's time. That was a great episode. And we will see you next week. You're listening to, You're listening to Unlicensed. 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 Unlicensed Therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis. Another episode of Unlicensed Therapy. How can you help the show? That's what, because you're here. You made it all the way to the end, past the outro music. The people still listening right now are probably, you know, real supporters. You guys really like the podcast, I would imagine, if you made it to the end. Because this was an hour and 40-minute podcast. You like my voice. You like me. I would hope if you don't like me and you're hating out of, if you're here out of spite still, you need to get outside, dude. You need to start your life and stop living in this bitter world of passion and hate because I know I do have the haters. But if you're still here as a hater, you got to grow up. Now's your time. Take my advice. Stop listening to me. Listen to someone you like instead. But anyways, how can you help the show? You can follow me on all social media platforms. You can leave an Apple podcast review like we talked about in the beginning of the show. You can subscribe on YouTube and like the video and leave a comment on the videos. You could share it. That's probably a huge way to do it. Share it on your Instagram story or your Facebook timeline or your Twitter page. You could share the podcast with a friend. What if everyone listening right now 
Think about this. We have about several thousand, let's say a few thousand people listen. I, th I think, let's just say a couple thousand people listen. What if everyone listening shared it with one per forced one person to listen? I know maybe you're hearing this and you go, All right, I'll let everyone else do that. I'm not going to. No, 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 do it. Even if you're lazy right now, if you're in bed and your eyes are closed and the phone's next to you, get up. Get up right now. Take your phone out. Share it. Make one person listen. And then check, confirm. Say, hey, I'm not just spamming you. I really want you to listen to this. This is a good episode to share. Why not? It was a, We had good chemistry. So that's that's how you could help the show. You could also buy my merch at rmanis.com. I have a children's book that's pretty bad. I have a t-shirt. That's it. You could support the sponsors of the podcast. That helps me because then they have a chance of renewing. And, of course, you could come see me at a live stand-up comedy show. Anyways, I will, I'll be done now plugging everything. Thank you guys for listening. And we will see you next week. I believe next week's guest is going to be Eddie Ift. And he is a really great comedian. So I'm excited for that episode. I haven't recorded it yet. I have it scheduled. So as long as he doesn't cancel and I don't cancel, Eddie Ift will be next week. All right. See you guys.